I'll stop smoking. Shit, I'm fucking smoking again. Yeah. You're at it. Okay, I'm out. You have a hair on your mic. Is it mine? It's bugging me. No, I don't think well, you have it. What do you want me to do about it? it? Just grab it, bro. What do you mean, no, it's not mine? It could be mine. <laughs> Where? From, maybe maybe from, it's from three pods ago. <laughs> maybe I left it here when I had hair three pods ago. You know what? So you want me to grab this Just random grab hair? Grab a hair, dude. Oh, my God. You shake all these fucking Honda people's hands. Bro, what if that's like one of your last pods, like pubes or maybe... I don't know what you guys doing. I'm sure you shook somebody's hand where they were just grabbing their dick five minutes before. It's had to have happened. I guess that's better than grabbing his dick while he just shook someone else's hand, right? Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime <laughs> with Downstar. And today we are here with the infamous Honda Pro Jason. What's up, dude? Wow. Thank you, bro. Thank yeah, you for thank making you. time, man. Of course. You know that you're known as the Tupac of the Honda community. You know, he got killed, right? They shot him dead in the street. We want- I, I just want to let you know that part before you start comparing me to other people <laughs> Hope- that are dead now. Hopefully, we're a little earlier in his career and not towards the it's, end of it. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, dude, Tupac had a good life. I would think so for bro, the 24 years. Died really <laughs> early, bro. I don't know about the good life. Think but about okay. that now, dude. He was like young, bro. Like 25, 24, yeah, something like that. I understand that. that. That's sad. That's weird. Nah. You're, you're going to be around for a while, dude. I'm sorry I disrespect you like that. No, it wasn't a disrespect. It was just compared I didn't to, make it up. Compare me to someone that's still alive. That would be just preferable for me. He could still be alive. He's a legend, living legend, and is still alive in millions of people's hearts. Along with Elvis mm. and John Lennon and JFK. I thought you said John Legend. <laughs> I was like, John <laughs> John Lennon from yeah, the I didn't Beatles, know not John Legend. John Legend had a, that much of an impact on your life. You're like, wait, uh, John Le- John Legend's uh, dead? Oh, He's not shit. dead, right? I don't know. Dude, we should totally play Alive or Dead one day. Oh, that That's, you never know because of the Mandela effect. Do you know what that is? I do. I, I'm well aware of the Mandela effect. We talked about just the other day. Uh-huh. Suppose it, look at you already wanting to shit on someone's parade. You know, there are some sometimes because you're already like these idiots with our Mandela effect. No, I mean, it's just the way you remember things. It it is. See, see, that's it, bro. Sometimes there's things that you just can't explain, you know? Right. Like uh, aliens, mermaids, Bigfoot. So like made up stuff. Yeah. That's a little different than the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect, I think, is something that we remembered happening, but never really happened. So unlike are, Bigfoot and um, aliens and I think that mermaids. there's a possibility for sure of mermaids, mer mer people. Wait, of the three of those, you pick mermaids as being the most plausible. Aliens for sure. Oh, aliens That's before not even mermaids. A question. Yeah. Okay, aliens. so th- there are definitely something, some of the living creatures out there for sure. Like our, you know, they go through like oh, our Earth, our solar system, our sun, all the other stars, or other suns for other solar systems. There has to be some other life out there. For sure. This ridiculous idea of the alien that showed up that was like six inches tall. Mm. That looks exactly like we thought an alien would look back in the 50s is weird. Like, why would it look exactly like we thought it would look? Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. Like the one from Mexico? That they yeah, the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's all BS. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would hope that they would look a little cooler. You think we look cool? 
cooler than them. How do you? If you're them, though, you probably we probably look like aliens. Yeah, I guess right? so. But I would want something to look like 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 one of those, like a big monster kind yeah. of thing. You know, <laughs> that would be sick. How am I gonna be afraid of that little like a little gray alien? I would. Up? I would rather not be afraid of aliens. I don't need people to come over and take over the earth looking like that. I'd rather little aliens we can just go like that and they'd be gone. Just you would just. I'd flick them with my big finger. Dang, dude! I wouldn't hurt hurt them. I would just, you know. So then, like, so what are you guys doing? Right. What are you guys doing here? What's what's your whole plan? Not that you have to check in with me or anything like that, but I'm just curious. But then, how do we categorize them? Like, are they are they then? Do they have to apply for Earthling statuship? Like mm. not like they have to be like, okay, cool. I have a I have a card that says I'm a, I'm a I'm a resident of Earth. But I'm not actually a a permanent earthling yet. I think there's way too much of that already as it is. And hopefully when we get to that point where aliens start to come, that we could be like, all right, well, like all borders are down. We just all live here, you know? And do we even want to get into what gender they'll be? I just want to be if they're cool or not, you know? Because I think when you start worrying about, like, gender and sex and all that, that's, like, like that's pause. Remember I was teaching you earlier? Oh, that's pause. Like, that's pause, that's bro. Funny. Like, why do you want to worry about... That's, like, when you meet someone, you're like, well, do you have a dick or not? Like, what? Pause, bro. What are you talking really about? I really have those conversations so, Yeah, of course. People. Me neither. So I'm not going to ask an alien. Like, hey, so... Uh, and plus, you could see it. I've never seen an alien with any sort of clothes on. They're You've always just butt ass. Never seen an alien, but I've seen like the one that you're saying from Mexico. Or... Well, how do you know they didn't take his clothes off? Oh, pause, dude. <laughs> pause. <laughs> dude, got his little, his little suit. It comes like, I think I was a little suit. Oh man, I don't know. But like, I got too much other shit to worry about. You know, valid. I have um spots in my grass where they're yellow and i'm mm. trying to figure out how do i get it green again so you want me to worry about aliens i'm trying to figure out my fucking grass dude i got my own Valid. problems good point you know i think that's what everybody is always so worried about these problems that they can't fix because they don't want to worry about the problems that they can fix i'm with you you know yeah that's why people complain about governments and all the other big stuff that you're right they can't do because they don't want to deal with the stuff that you still got to do your laundry valid even if even if biden was gone trump was in your laundry is still piled up right there you're still living at home in your parents basement for sure you still hate your job like when people hate their job it really trips me out because i'm like statistically there's probably a thousand jobs within a 50 mile radius of you like, why don't you just go work somewhere else? It's not that easy. Well, figure, learn a new we, skill. We talked about that. People like to complain. Yeah. People love to complain. And nature. they need something to complain about. And the job's just easy. Because everyone complains about the job except for, like, me, you, and a handful of other people. Yeah. I love my job. I love my job. Yeah. Sometimes I don't, do. Really? Yeah. Usually on Mondays. Because it's like, if you if you love your job, you won't hate Mondays or some shit like that. Still sucks, dude. Well, when you work seven days a week, yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't work weekends. 
That's no. why you don't like Mondays. Yeah. I work weekends. Therefore, Monday doesn't matter to me. Oh, shit. You're a workaholic, dude. No, I just have to work all the time. You don't have to. Mm. Do you think you have to? What do you think would happen? I'd get very depressed. We're going to go down this road this early. <laughs> no, little, no, little no, early no, in the pod, yet. isn't it? Not yet. Let's see. All right, we're only 12 minutes. Yeah, we'll save no. that for an hour. Bro, from now. if we'll get into it, but you know, if I don't work, I get depressed. Yeah. If I don't work, I get really not happy. Yeah. I feel that too. Let's, we'll talk about it later. We're talking about aliens right now, still. Of course we are. And your yellow spots in, the, in your lawn. I just started getting into um, lawn care. What is that? I, Lawn care. What is that called? There's like, a whole the culture of the year or something. Where the where the dudes uh, they do that as a living, La- landscape, landscape, landscape. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. in my blood. Well, part of it at least. Honestly, they speak Spanish though. Know? Yeah, only. Right. To name me one landscaper that you know that isn't Mexican. Go to Florida, South Florida. That's a different kind of Mexican. No, they're Haitians, bro. Oh, really? They're all Haitians. All the landscapers down there are all from Haiti. Haitians are hustlers, dude. It's and, the H. And, Haitian, hustler, Haitian. Same thing, you know? Hispanic. Hustler, Hispanic, hustler. Yeah. Good job. You know? Um, So I got a guy that you got to talk to about your landscaping. He knows how to like bring the grass he, back to life. He's a YouTuber that goes under the name The Lawn Care Nut. Oh my God. He's the landscape. He's a friend of mine. His name's Alan Hain. He is one of the most intelligent people when it comes to anything grass related. Trees, grass, Ooh. like yellow spots. He'll be like, oh, what kind of grass is it? You know, no, show him a picture. Okay, so that's this kind of grass. It's yellow because of this. It's deficient in this. This is why you treat it. This is what you do. This will never happen again. Mm. He's really good. He's really good. Out. Do you only hang out with YouTubers? And you? You're a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. Not very so, successful. So make sure you guys follow us at Downstar Inc. on YouTube. Like, like, like follow, like, subscribe. Subscribe, follow. You know, one of your YouTube buddies got real mad at me. I, have I a think YouTube. he got real really? mad at me. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't because wait I to hear this. I couldn't see his facial expression, so I don't know if he was really mad or if he, <laughs> <laughs> or if I, he was just playing the part. I can't uh, wait if, to hear who this if is. If he would have lifted up the, uh, the lens, maybe I could have seen his eyeballs if he was really mad at me or not. But uh, who are you talking about? Your buddy Chris Fix It. How would Chris? I mean, this is <laughs> how not no disrespect, <laughs> but how did you and Chris even cross streams? Random, huh? So there, <laughs> there is this pause. Pause. <laughs> oh, that's a good I one. Open you pause up to the pause, bro. Pause. Okay. I love I it. Yeah, that was me. that was a good one. So you, you that and my friend Chris, one. who is a. Actually, he's, he's a really good friend of mine. Oh, man. I think he's mad at me. No. Oh, Why man. would Chris be mad at you? Because I said something about like insulting the people who open their vlogs and like, hey, guys. And I said something on like a BMW comment on a video. And then I guess that's what he does. And no disrespect. I've never seen any of his content before. But I think he just opens up every video like, hey, guys. Yeah, hey, guys. Yeah. And like people just like kept tagging him and he even like said something. In oh, there. that's I was why. Like, oh, shit. This guy probably thought I was taking a dig at him when I just, you know, me, bro. I'm I'm like half I'm, I'm half a stand up comedian. So I'm always just doing I'm doing bits. Yeah. So, I mean, people I, when, when you're the largest automotive YouTuber in the world, which Chris is people take digs at you mm. nine point. 
9.7 something million oh subscribers. So he's legitimately the largest and hardest working, by the way. Pause. <laughs> Bro. I, I can't say hard. No, you can't say hardest. I can't say hardest. <laughs> no, that's an ultra pause, dude. You're still wow. learning, dude. Okay. Okay, so he's the thickest and he's the hardest <laughs> automotive YouTuber I've ever talked to. And he, de he deserves it, but people obviously take shots at him. Some people take shots because they just want the recognition. Got you. But it sounds like you were just taking shots at just random people I'm opening just up videos. Sure. I'm just shooting. You're shooting, pause. You're shooting everywhere you can. <laughs> yeah, shooting at anybody's face, pause. You know? Wow. When I used to... When Does I your was wife watch these? Sometimes. She'll watch this one for sure. Because I'm on it. <laughs> Love She's waiting. Man. You know how many people are waiting around with popcorn right now? This motherfucker's about to go wow. This is a wild boy. This is not a wild boy. Wild boy. Uh, yeah, so I I am I'm sure that Chris probably doesn't remember, but mm. it was it was probably just so many people tagged him, whatever he responded, he just responded. But he's Chris is is he's awesome. You've seen his face before. We hung out. We were in Japan together, bro. So let me ask you this question again. If you see if you've seen his face before, yes, okay. I've seen okay. his face. So you've seen him without the mask. It's a helmet covering something covering your it's face. It's so, a mask. So here, here's the story about me and Chris. So I met Chris in Vegas at SEMA 2014 or 15 or something like that. Mm. We were at the same dinner. So Honda invited a bunch of YouTubers out to dinner, and I was already invited because I do a lot of work with Honda. And Chris was there with a whole bunch of other people. I knew some of the people he was with, but I did not know Chris. I probably uh, ran into one of his videos, but he does like DIY stuff, like how to fix your car. And I don't, I'm not really in that genre. So I meet him, I talk to him and I look him up real quick. I'm like, damn, like this is impressive. So cool. We talked for a couple minutes and I'm like, hey, let's get a selfie. He goes, I don't do selfies. I'm like, who doesn't do selfies? Because I don't show my face. I go, what do you mean? He goes, if you watch my videos, I never show my face. I'm like, why? He goes, my content is about the content, not about me. It's about what I'm doing, what I'm teaching people on how to fix the cars. It has nothing to do with me at all. That's why I don't want to distract anyone. It's all about the content. And I started it that way and it just kind of became a thing. And now like everyone wants to know what I look like. So now I just deliberately don't show my face. I'm like, that's crazy. My videos are the exact opposite. Like my videos are like, hey, it's me in my face, you know? Like I what's on my t-shirt, <laughs> literally on my shirt. It's you. So. So we start talking, we hang out just for like that dinner. And then like four days later, I get a DM from him. He goes, hey man, I met you at dinner a few days later, a few weeks, whatever it was ago. He goes, I talked to my friends. My friends said you're cool. So if you're cool with them, you're cool with me. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we just talked every so often. And now we talk almost daily. I'm so not, you can FaceTime him right now? I could FaceTime him right now and he'd answer 100%. Ah. You'd love that, ah, wouldn't you? That'd ah. be the best, wouldn't it? No, it's all good, dude. Because he already thinks I was probably digging at him anyways. Bro, dude. I'm not trying to get like... I, I, I can almost guarantee he doesn't know who you are. He oh, goes, shh. Sorry, bro. What do you want me to do? Well, that's the crazy part, though. Sometimes one person has a beef with someone else. And the other person doesn't even know about it. There's people out there. There's a lot of people. Not a lot. There's a few people out there that have huge beefs with what I do. Mm-hmm. And I don't even, it doesn't even come across my table until someone brings it up to me. Gotcha. And like, bro, this guy says mad shit about you all the time. He's this, this, like, he thinks about you 24 7. Oh, pause. That's a super pause right there. And I'm like, I don't even know who that dude is. Is that me? 
Yeah. Let's let me see. let me Look let me you, dude. Let me shut this off. Yeah, please do. Oh shit, Chris Fix is calling you right now. Imagine that. Imagine Imagine that. We just planned it out of nowhere. So wow. you're addicted, just like we were talking about it. Stop it, pause. You can't <laughs> No, say that didn't more. work. That didn't work. Why? Stop it, pause. No. That that doesn't work. You that said dick. Isn't that a pause? Oh, did I say dick? You said addicted. Oh my god, dude. You're trying to play your rules. I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, you're right. How do I shut my phone off now? You're gonna shut it off all the way. That's cool. If I start shaking, you'll know why. Okay. Turn it be, on! Bro, I don't want to be bothered by it. Gabe, turn this off out on me shaking. Anyway, so shaking. Uh but seriously though, moving on, there's I think a lot of people in the industry in the industry have the same thing where people, you know, I might comment something. It works both ways. I comment something on someone's page, whatever, some post that I have no idea what it is. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I've had people come up to me and shows me like, dude, I just want to say thanks so much. You commented on that one post of mine amounts so much to me. Oh, shit. Right? How do you feel about that? Well, that's I, interesting. I get it because on their side, it meant a lot. On my side, it's a post that I commented on that I do 100 times a day. Yeah. Same as what happened with you and Chris. Mm. Chris probably gets hundreds of people doing shit like that. And he might just come back and be like, you know, whatever he said. And to you, you're like, what the hell? This guy must hate me. You're telling people that, you know, Chris Fix, this huge YouTuber, hates me. And it, was, it wasn't even a blip in his mind. Like, oh, it's just gone. Shit. You follow me? Yeah. It happens all the time. It happens <laughs> both sides, though. No disrespect. I love you, Jason. Bro. I love you, bro. Chris, Chris, <laughs> I'll make sure Chris watches this. And he'll be like, Frank? But uh, he said, he what said, he, 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 specific, it up. he specifically said, I may say, hey, guys, but at least I don't sell lame-ass bolts like you, pussy. That's, that's, exa- that's what he said. You I'll bring it are up. full right. of crap. No, I'm just kidding. There You're the only no, person that I know. There's no way <laughs> yeah, you yeah. ever say that. <laughs> You're so full of shit. You're the only person that I know uh, that, um, that, that knows him. So that's why I just brought it up. That's interesting, though. But that makes sense, though, right? It does. I just didn't. I didn't know that that was like his "Hey guys" thing, because that's like everybody. Yeah. Hey guys, you know, even when I was like, like trying to vlog, that was my thing, and I was like, "Fuck, I hate that I say that, dude." Yeah. And you know what? I what else I hate? What is up? You know, because people don't want to say what's up. Yeah. What is up? And I, it's just a thing. Instead of saying what was up, what's up? What's up, guys? welcome well you know what's proper is what is up is what was up actually isn't even a word yeah i think the the proper is kind of not what i'm looking for in that sort of um when i'm when i'm consuming content you know i think that the content that i consume is more on the like let it all hang out you know say it how you say it say how it comes to your mind what's up people like it what's up can, I, t- can it, I tell you what I've learned a lot lately is that my speech patterns aren't what I thought they were. Mm. And the reason I know that is because of captions. So I'll make a video, oh. I'll go captions, and I'm like, whoa, I don't say um, going to. I say, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says, going to uh, go. Mm. And it's not going to go. And there's a bunch of stuff like that. I'm like, oh. I didn't know I spoke like that. For sure. Captions just does whatever. You know, it basically repeats in text what you say. 
and I realized I talk differently than I actually thought I talked. So how does that make you feel? Pause. That wasn't a pause. Um, do you edit these yourself? Yeah, but I don't. I don't edit unless you, you say some crazy shit, and then I'm like, but, Jason, we might gotta edit that out. But you watch them? No, you don't watch them at all. I don't. Okay, so I watch a lot of my own videos, mm. and just like when you see, have you ever seen a picture of yourself and yeah. been like, it's not what I look like? For sure, it's the same type thing. Like when you hear yourself talk or see what you're saying, you're like, wait. I don't think I talk like that, but you do. I take pictures of people with me constantly. And when someone says, let me see the picture and they look and they're like, I need another one. I look bald. I go, uh, you, you are you bald. Are. I look fat. You are fat. fat. Like, I don't want to be a jerk, but the photo is not lying. Mm. You're lying when you look in the mirror. Oh shit. That's deep. Right? Cause you see yourself as you want to see yourself. The first time I knew I was bald or knew I was losing my hair. My wife showed me pictures of us like in Florida or whatever. And I'm like, who's that guy with you? She goes, it's you. I go, no, really. Who is that guy? I don't know who that is. She goes, that's you. I go, he has no hair. She goes, that's you. I go, my head doesn't look like that. Because when I look in the mirror, I don't see a big afro. I'm not, obviously. But I see plenty of hair. I look in the mirror and I see plenty of hair, right? But So you are in, delusional in like a photo. all your fans say. Bro, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. You look at yourself in the mirror when you get out of the shower, you're like, okay. But if someone takes a picture of you with your shirt off, you're like, you know. Yeah. That, that, right? Same thing. You look at yourself. You see yourself differently. Yeah. I guess so. Um, I don't edit the pods unless I need to. Okay. I don't like to listen back because sometimes I don't like how I said something. Sure. Or how I approached it. You know, I'm very critical on myself and there's no there's no changing there's no changing what happened in the past it's just getting better sure sure. better you know so i have actually you know been very critical about myself trying even though i'm bringing myself up now trying not to bring myself up um as far as you know relating to someone say if you said you know like oh i used to play football when i was younger and be like oh yeah you know i played football too you know i i I try not to do that and just let people do their thing um especially when it comes up a lot when when like people have have been somewhere or traveled somewhere it's always in me with to be like oh yeah me too or whatever but i I just don't like that because that's one thing that i want to change um you know certain certain ways of explaining myself i want to just dial in but I don't know. I just don't don't really like listening to him back. And it's just time consuming, dude. This convo is going to be like over two hours and just sitting there and then just watching it and then editing it out. Like, no, nah, dude. I want it just to be as raw as possible because like Makes I said, sense. if um, everybody that's here listening, I want them to get the, the full conversation. As sure, the not way bits that and happened. pieces of not it. Yeah, bits yeah, and yeah. Pieces. yeah. Okay. You know, I, I hate that, dude. Because like I was telling you at breakfast, the reason that I do this is for the conversation and having this flow of consciousness and, and these thoughts. And what I say sparks something in you and what you say sparks something in me and, and we're creating something. But we're not here creating to get the views. Right. Whether the views come, 10 views, 10 million views, this already happened and it doesn't make it any better. Or worse, it just happened. And whatever people see and whatever they comment, that's their interpretation of this conversation. You know? Um, 
don't know. Living life. Yeah. Living I, life and loving life. iOS 17. I kind of just don't even like what messing with all that shit. Bro, I had to download it before I went to work yesterday. Yeah. As soon as you're I could. That's no, it's why. Not, no, I just want all the cool new tech. I want all the cool stuff you can do. Because you're hip. It's not about being hip. It's just about being relevant, I guess, and using technology to your advantage. Mm, oh, okay. So, oh, no, we're going to save that topic for later about cool. relevancy, taking a break, and going crazy. We'll talk about that later, but that shirt, can, I like that. You like this, right? I like that. Who uh, who did the drawing for you? Uh, my old company. It was, uh, used to be Launch Digital, Launch Digital Marketing, mm -hmm. and a couple of the guys out there designed it for me. Oh, sick, dude. This so, is, uh, it went through a few iterations, as I told you <laughs> yeah. at breakfast. Yeah, so they... Um, they had these people draw it and like, ah, oh, we're looking for like an image of Honda Jason, kind of like a cartoony type thing that it, that'll grow with him. You know, it won't look, make him look too old or too new. And the first one they came out with looked very similar to president Obama, mm. which I don't think I look like. I want to see that, dude. I definitely want to see. I'll it. find it. Don't turn on me. your phone right now. Dude, Cause I, I'm already thinking you're already like, you know what? Let me turn my phone on right now and I'll show you. So that's the uh, addiction speaking. Yeah. So I've been using this as my, my logo for a while. I like it. I, I think it represents it, me. And I do this, you know, like all all the pictures I take in. And basically, I think I started it just as like, a, hey, guys, everyone come into the picture. Gotcha. And it just kind of turned into a, it's me and everybody. Like mm. it's all of us together because everyone's kind of got their their this or you actually you, you used to do something. If you still do, you do this, right? You do yeah. the one finger thing. So everyone's got a little something. Um, funny story. Anyways, that's my thing. <laughs> I'm in, Let's uh, get into this funny story. No, no, it's funny. This is a great story. All right. So I'm in New Jersey with a group of guys. So I'm working out there at Burns Honda doing training for the salesman, right? After the, after the training's over the last day, a group of guys comes out to visit me. And these guys always come out to visit me when I'm out there. We go out to dinner, hang out for a little bit. Last time we went to go see the Rocky statue out in Pennsylvania. You, okay. Super cool. So we're taking a big group picture. And one guy's there with his family. And I uh, take the picture, no big deal. Then later someone sends me, a copy of the picture with an area that's zoomed in with this guy's kid giving the camera a finger. Oh. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, that's fine. You know what? So I sent it to the guy. I'm like, hey, listen, I don't know if you know or not, but your kid did this in the photo. He goes, I know, my kid's famous for that. I go, I'm sorry? He goes, we go to meets, everyone wants to take a picture with him because he flicks the camera off every time. Oh. And it wasn't it wasn't like that. Yeah. It was just like, we're, he was like holding something and he like, in front of it, like real gentle, almost like you have to see it to see it. Mm. But his dad knew and he was cool with it. And he just thought it was funny and his kid has his little thing. So that's that's my thing. And mm. his kid was like, oh, by the way, his kid's, kid was like seven. Damn. What do you think like about 20? that? I don't care. Yeah. My, I, I, I would be upset personally. <sighs> so I think people get upset at things they shouldn't really get upset about, like kids mm. swearing, mm. kids looking this at movies that have violence. This is interesting. Kids looking at like, even kids looking at like nudity. People go, hang on. We're here, guys. We're <laughs> fucking it, here. Back it up. 30 minutes in, we're fucking here. <laughs> Let's up, do it. it, up, it yes. What I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> shit. What I'm saying is, do I think, what age group watches this, by the way? Do, do I think that your seven-year-old should watch pornography? No. <laughs> but okay. is it? Pause. Is it? Pause. That's on you. What? No, that, that pause oh. is your pause. Okay. 
Not my pause. Okay, okay. I was talking strictly heterosexual <laughs> stuff. You said pause, so what you watch in your own time might be different than when I watch in my time. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We'll get back to it. Keep going, Jason. Keep going. But it's like, oh, no, my son can't see uh, a set of boobs on the TV for some reason. Mm. My son can't see someone shooting someone with a gun on TV or any violence on TV because my son's too young to watch that. My son can't hear the word shit because he's too young for it. Like, and I'm not advocating all of that stuff. I'm just saying that I think people take it too far and they shelter their kids from everything. And then when the kids get older, everything's new and exciting. Oh my God, boobs and this and everything. Oh my God, I love it. And I'm going to, I'm not saying they're going to do that stuff, but I think it's more interesting to them because they haven't been around it. And mm. so it's like, they're not as used to it, I guess. Gotcha. You know what I mean? But yeah. my my kids say stuff sometimes they get in trouble for, like yeah. things they shouldn't say, or they listen to things they shouldn't listen to. Like music? Uh, music, I don't, you know what? My oldest is into uh, banda. Okay. Heavy into banda music, which is all like Latin and Spanish music. So... I don't know what he listens to. Mm. Like he could be listening to, you know, I want to do things to this person and kill this person and rape this person and I wouldn't know because I don't know the music. Yeah. But my youngest one listens to like hip hop, like normal, like young kid, like popular type stuff. So every so often there's a song that I'm like, you're just, we don't use those words in the house. Gotcha. That type of stuff. But I would never limit his music. Music's an expression I think everyone should have. Is it is it uh, your oldest, does he listen to banda or is it like corridos? Have you heard that word before? I don't know what because that word that is. Because that is definitely like cartel. Oh, street, no. Cartel no, no, music. no. It's stuff that you hear at like, uh, like the, the Sweet 16 Spanish <laughs> ones. <laughs> like that? No, here's the, you see, this is the, this is the issue I have with that music. It doesn't really have a beat. It changes pitch all the time. Mm. It's like like there's no there's no beat there's no melody there's no smoothness it's like all over the board he goes yeah that's what makes it great mm. I'm like okay but yeah so um i think ice cube did a song with one of the uh banda guys mm. that i thought was pretty cool okay i don't i, I don't know what song it is i tr see here's why i use my phone all the time I reference things and I use my phone to back them up. So like if I was like, oh yeah, you know, I was, you're like, oh, have you ever been to Japan? Yeah, I was in Japan. Oh, what'd you do? I did this and this here. Let me show you. Also, Ice Cube did this video with Banda. Let me show you. Mm. Uh, my son wears only sports apparel. Let me show you. Mm. Like I use that all the time to show people. Like one reason is like I'm on the plane, right? All the time because I travel constantly. I tell people stories as I tell them the story, I think in my mind, this sounds like complete BS. Like the story I'm telling them, to me, if someone told me that story, I wouldn't believe it. Mm. So I grab my phone, almost like a, hey, it's true, let me show you, because I sound like a crazy person when I tell them the story. So I show them. Why is it so important to you if they believe you or not? I don't want anyone to think I'm lying about stuff. Like, why would you? Do you feel like people think you're a liar? No, I think I think people initially don't believe other people. And maybe it's me 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm really good. I'm one of those people that's really good at looking in the mirror. And like, I never, I would never think, oh, well, that's, that's the way something is because I just say it. I always want to look at the other side. Mm. So there's a chance that I don't believe everything people tell me. And because I don't believe the stories people tell me all the time, I feel it necessary to back my stories up with fact so they believe what I'm saying. Because I'm like, hey, if someone told me this story about how this dude flew the Honda jet or how this dude met this person, how this dude travels all, whatever the case is, yeah. like it sounds like those stories aren't true, at least to me. And maybe to them, these stories aren't even a big deal. They're like, I don't really give a shit why you've shown me a picture, but I feel the need to. Mm. But that's, so I use my phone for that on the regular. No, I believe you if you tell me. Well, you're my friend. I believe you, yeah. I mean, I believe you if you told me something. I'd be saying some crazy shit sometimes. But like, you know, you know when I'm saying something crazy. Yeah, most of it's about like BMWs. Oh my God, dude, this guy. I didn't want to have that combo because you're just going to lie to to everybody and everybody just think like, man, he, because they already think that, that you're in some sort of haunted cult. So if you start giving your honest, I'm throwing the quotes up, honest opinion about being BMW, um, like you're going to say, yeah, it was cool, but it's nothing like an FK8. People are going to be like, yep, definitely in a cult. I don't know why I would say that. That yeah. statement doesn't even make sense. Good. They're in two totally different worlds. Yeah, for sure. I love BMWs. I know you do. But I love Hondas too. I, I you know, know what you the do. thing is that that's that's really ruined Hondas for me, or not even ruined it. Um, just made me made me look at the what I'm doing in this whole space as a whole is the conversations being had um not much substance is is being had you know when it comes to like everything is very surface level when it comes to hondas and i think that me as far as where i'm going in my life i've kind of passed any sort of like surface level anything you know, um, hanging out with people, spending time with people, um, the content that I consume, the things that I do with my free time, most of all that has some sort of substance to it. Like there's very rare occasions where I'll sit in front of a TV and just watch TV, you know? I understand, but you're also, you're getting older. Yeah. And you're realizing that you don't have all the time in the world and you have family and you have other things going on. And I think that what you said has some, some validity to it because if you look at the average owner age of a BMW versus the average owner age of a Honda, Honda owners are more than, at least in the scene, like, you know, in, in like the scene that we're in, you know, yeah, as, the culture, as, the community. As, as enthusiasts or whatever, I think the scene is much younger when it comes to Hondas, right? Because if you look at, I'm turning 53 this year. Mm -hmm. I'm on the, definitely on the older end of the Honda community. Like when I go to shows and stuff, I'm in the top probably two or 3% of the oldest people there. Mm -hmm. If I went to a BMW show, I definitely would not be. For sure. I'd be, so 
as people get older and mature, they act different, they talk different, they have different values, you know, they have families, everything changes. So what you say does make sense. It really bums me out sometimes because like, you know, I have so much love for the Honda community and it's given me so many opportunities that I've capitalized on. And, you know, I've, I've built a, a life for myself and my family, you know, and, um, but I'll post something on my Facebook, which is, I, I love to see Facebook because that is more of like a census of everybody that I've known within the past, you know, 15 years or so. Right. Sure. So, um, I'll say something about, I don't know, maybe some sort of comparison, Honda, BMW or something like that. Um, and a lot of the things that people say, they, they really bother me as far as like, yeah, there's so much maintenance on this. Okay. So when you say there's so much, so much maintenance on this, okay, but what are you doing to your Honda? Well, I rebuilt the motor. I pulled it out. Okay. So that's maintenance. What's the difference? Well, BMWs are just harder to work. Okay, got it. That's it. So your your level of knowledge, you want to keep it at this bar, right? That we have to agree on that, right? If you don't want to learn skills that are more difficult, if you don't want to tackle jobs that are more difficult, then you're going to want to stay at this level, right? I I think just because something was engineered differently than something else doesn't mean that someone doesn't want to learn it. But what like, would be the reason for them to, to pick one or the other when the reason that they're not picking the other being a BMW, they're not picking it because, well, it's a lot of maintenance. Do you like blondes or brunettes? Given the choice. Two girls in front of you, you don't know either one of them. One's a blonde, one's a brunette. Which one do you choose? The blonde. I choose the blonde too. Well, see? But do you not like brunettes? Do you hate brunettes? No, you just prefer one over the other. Well, this would, the, the, the thing would be, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want blondes because blondes just takes too much, it's too much to dye the hair. It costs too much to keep that higher diet or whatever. I mean, those are valid. That's the reasoning. So then, uh, then the other thing, oh yeah, they cost too much or whatever. Cost is a relative statement, right? Uh, oh man, I, I, I do believe that some people crap on other things because they can't have what they want. And there are some people out there that probably crap on BMWs because they can't afford a BMW. If there are multimillionaires, some of these people, not all of them, some of these people would be driving BMWs or Mercedes if they could afford them. But since they can't afford them, they're like, oh, well, people crap on people that have money all the time. Oh, that guy's this or that or... He, he bought it. He should never buy Lambo. Those things are garbage. And he should, because they just can't, they're not in that area where they can buy them. So I, there might be some of that too. So, well, yeah. So why, why aren't they in that area? I, I've, I have no idea. Because they don't see that as being of value for their exchange of time or knowledge to achieve those kind of levels where they can, where they could purchase things that they want. So that's so that's what I'm saying. The the uh, the, sure. the the space that I'm at as I evolve is somebody who is trying to maximize their time, their potential, and I don't see any sort of ceiling. 
which I do feel like a lot of people in the Honda community do see a ceiling that they put on themselves and they use that ceiling as an excuse of why something is bad when that's not it's it's not it's more of an opinion than a fact. I don't think it's a Honda community. I just think it's people. I don't think it's a Honda community that's doing that. I think everybody, many people out there that aren't, aren't entrepreneurs, they work a job for someone else, they have a certain amount of salary or they work hourly, and that's all the money they got. It's not Honda, it's, it's everyone that does that. There might be more entrepreneurs driving BMWs than entrepreneurs driving Hondas. Therefore, those people look at things differently and they might have different discussions with you because of it. Yeah, I guess so. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying that if you don't make money, then then you're wasting your life. Because like, to be honest, I really don't even care much about money. It's uh, it's, it's like a tool. I agree. I think it's the people that are complaining. If someone's happy working at McDonald's, making whatever minimum is 10, 12 bucks, whatever it is, and that's where they want to be and they're cool with that, then I think that's amazing. For like sure. I've, as long as somebody's happy, I could care less what they do it's the people that aren't happy we talked about this for a sec earlier like yeah people are bitching that they hate their job they hate this you're like well go find something else oh it's not that easy some of those people just like to complain because mm. you can talk to hundreds of thousands of people they're like i don't like my job i'm getting something else i'm changing it and they do it and they change it and they're happy you know i i i was selling cars before i did what i did i wasn't happy every day going to work i enjoyed it it was fun, but I wasn't like, oh my God, I love my job so much. I wouldn't, you know, I do it for free. Yeah. I take as many vacations as I could. I worked as many hours. I tried to go in, sell a car and go home as much as I could. Go out, go with my friends, party, whatever. Now, the career I have currently, I know you love this. I do this before anything. Mm. I, I, if I could support my family, I'd work for free. If I could make enough money that they could live comfortably, I would go to work every day, travel, do everything I'm doing without a penny. I love it that much. Mm, awesome. I, I don't take vacations. I don't want to take any time off. I want to work as much as I possibly can work every single day. Mm, so what, what kind of joy does it bring you? Just, just the satisfaction. The satisfaction of me basically helping other people. Because that's what my job really is all about. Like when I go, I go to de uh, Honda dealerships, right? and I educate the Honda salesman on the technology. And when I do that, it helps them sell more cars. It helps them better understand the brand. When they sell more cars, they can bring home money to their family. When they sell more cars, more people drive Hondas, which makes me happy because I think it's a superior brand over everything. So all of that, I make videos explaining to people all about the Honda culture. I educate people and that makes me happy. I've always, always wanted to be a teacher mm. like my almost my whole life i'm like man you know it'd be really cool to be a teacher somehow but never went to college not really great in school and didn't really want to teach like third graders fourth graders fifth grade whatever it was i just never saw where i wanted to go and then when honda came along oh, this is perfect this is like my passion and, and i know it i can learn more about it and i just start absorbing as much info as i could knowing everything I can about the brand and the people that love the brand and it just it just works so that's dope man yeah it's dope that you found something that brings you that kind of joy it took me a while you know um but yeah thank you yeah it's hard to find 
Obviously. Most, uh, I think a lot of people aren't looking for it. I mean, how many friends do you have that work regular jobs? It's not their dream job, but they work for it, but they're not really looking for anything else. Hmm. Acquaintances, people that I know a lot. You you surround yourself with like-minded people though, right? For sure. Yeah. And if I don't, then I'm surrounded by less people, you know? I think that that's something that's definitely changed since the last time that we spoke. Because um, when we did the first pod, I think it was 2019. Okay. You know? Um, and then we did the second one, which was maybe COVID. 2020. First one, I think it was before 19. But yeah, and then we yeah, did, then we did one during COVID because I was in Florida. Yeah. So, full beard, I believe. You know? Uh, you had yeah. a beard? I think so. Oh, shit. Like you know, a big them. Mike kind of beard or what? No one has a big Mike kind of beard except for Big Mike. You could grow one. Mine have a lot more gray in it. Mm, he's got a lot, a lot of gray. Too. Does he? He has like a little patch. Oh, okay. Right here. Shout uh, out to you, Big Mike. Yeah, and your patch. And your patch. Pause. Pause. <laughs> but um, oh. so a lot has changed in my life. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's been eye opening, humbling. Okay. That's good. You know, um, and it's and it's changed my thought process yeah. on a lot of stuff. You know, and it's changed the people that I hang out with, the the things that I do with my time. Sure. You know, um, in 21, I had my daughter, Frankie, which absolutely changed my life for the better. You know, it's one of those things that people say is like when you have a kid that you'll, um, it's hard to explain the feeling, you know? And that's just, you know, I guess some people feel that way, you know? Some <laughs> So what, what are you going to do? Every word I see it coming. Every word I see and it. You're, and you're waiting and for it. And, I'm eyes are, and he's like, here it comes. And I, I'm, I'm not, about to say it. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to drop a couple more little breadcrumbs. He's going to grab one of them. I know he's going to grab them. Watch this. Watch yeah, this. And I'm not going to hit you on it because I, I've thought about it this way, right? The way that I see family and the way that I see children is a reflection of, of my life and how I grew up and the things that I wanted and the things that I didn't and the, the, the idea that I thought that life was going to look like. Sure. What I wanted it to look like. When I watched these certain shows or movies or things like that, that, man, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. Which others wish other things because sure. maybe they never had that sort of feeling you know when right. i was younger like we would all sleep with our doors open i love you i love you good night i love you good night like that was my personal experience and and i tell my my children my wife i love you like 20 times a day some people oh my dad never told me i love you and me thinking about that I'm like that makes me feel a certain way from right. the life that i've lived and the way that I view life through my lens, my movie. I don't think my mom or dad, if they said I loved you, it would be rare, mm. like extremely rare. Not because they didn't. For sure. It's just, I just never had that. I just didn't have that relationship. I had a, a, an amazing relationship with them. My thing about the I love you thing has always been like people overuse it. They say it when they don't mean it. They just say it just to say it because mm. someone wants to hear it. They want to hear it back to them and they feel all warm and cozy inside. I say it when I feel it in the moment. Like I'll tell my wife I love her when something happens and I realize that I love her. I realize I miss her. I realize that she's the one for me. I'm like, you know what? 
I love you. I don't just say when I hang up the phone every time I hang up the phone. I don't say it every time I see her, every time I leave her, every time this and that. Just, you know, people are like, well, it might be the last time you ever see her. Okay, so I'm dead. She knows I love her. <laughs> like, what? It'll make me feel better when I'm dead because I said I love you. Oh my God, I didn't say I love her one more yeah, time. For sure. Like, so I'm just, I'm not a fan of that. Funny story. Um, I have a younger brother who lives in New York. I don't think you ever met He's him. He's got a nice head of hair on him, right? More than me for sure. So when he hangs up the phone with my mom, he says, I love you. And my mom says, I love you too. Every time. It's been for years and years, probably almost forever. So I never say it. My mom never says it to me. Three, four months ago, my mom slips up. We're talking on the phone. She goes, hang up. She goes, I love you. I go, wrong son. She's like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God, Jason. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yes. But it was so great. But that, I love my mom. Yeah. I, I love my dad before he passed. I, I love my family. You know, I, I love my friends. I had a friend. They gave me a hug years ago. Gave me a hug. He goes, I love you. Oh, that's cool, man. I'll talk to you. And he didn't talk to me for like a month. I was like, bro, what's going on? He goes, I, I know you're mad at me. I just don't know why. I go, what's wrong? He goes, you didn't say I love you back. Mm. I go, does it mean that much to you if I just say those words? Like they mean nothing. The words I'm saying mean nothing. So why do you, how about if I show you I love you with my actions versus just saying these words that you want to hear back from me because you said it to me. Yeah. That's all. It's all relative. You know, because some things that, that are important to you don't mean anything to somebody else. And for you, sure. for, for you to, to kind of under, undermine what that feeling is means to them. I wonder how you would feel if someone were to do that to you in a different, let, let, let different me, setting. Let me ask you a question. Every time you say you love your kids or your wife, every time, so you say what? Every time you get off the phone? Yeah. Are you, do you tell me that you mean it every time you get off the phone? You mean, you mean it from the bottom of your heart that you're expressing how much you love them? Or are you saying it because it's what you say when, before you hang up? No, that, because I talk to many people and I don't say that to them after. These people. So, what does your wife say to you when you say I love you? She says I love you too. You think she says it because you say I love you? I I don't know her motives. You would have to ask her. I can only tell you from my point of view. But they, I think what my family means to me is more than what I mean to me. The, the way that the way that I the void that they have filled in my life okay is bigger than any impact than anything that has ever happened to me in life at all that's fair as you would feel about a honda <laughs> <laughs> asshole but it's it's uh, all relative no no it's come relative on now. You know? now you're 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 okay let me tell you this before hold you on. even go hold on, hold on. Okay, let, me, go let me just real quick that's how I feel about my career. Mm -hmm. My career filled the void in my life that nothing's ever filled. For sure. My career made me the person I am 
and made me happy and made me every the way you feel is gonna be real weird but in a similar way you feel about your family for what they did for you is how i feel about my career sure. and what they've done what it's done for me for sure that's not a jerk statement, right? No, it's, okay. it's 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 a relative statement. So that feeling exists, right? Right, of course. No matter what it what it's for, that feeling exists. That makes sense. But I knew, I know for a fact, or not not even for a fact because it hasn't happened. But I know in how I feel about things is if all of this were to crumble, if something was to happen, where oh. We're not making Hondas no more. Nobody cares about bolts no more. No one cares about downsar no more. Nobody right. cares about anything. Or, or the government like steps in and shuts everything down. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The government shut everything down. Sure. Who was there with me? If my business would have crumbled, if downstar would have crumbled, if that gone, I still have my career. You you get what sure, I mean? Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I have my legacy when. When I can look at my daughter and cry from happiness, when my son says something and he says the way he feels about me without even saying it, without even him knowing he's expressing his love and gratitude for me, that's, that, that, that is my ultimate happiness and my ultimate goal, you know? Okay. And... When we first had the first podcast, yeah, the way I felt about the things that you were saying then isn't how I feel about it now. You've seen life through your own movie, right? Through everything that's ever happened to you in life is how you compute everything. Terminator. Okay, this is this is happening. Okay, this is why I feel like this is why I feel like that. This is why this has value to me. This is why this doesn't have value to me. This is why I love a Honda. This is why I don't love a BMW. That is you. How you're interpreting your journey in this thing that we call life. How am I going to tell you that you're wrong for valuing something over something you thinking about something over something if you haven't lived every sort of experience every day every every minute every second of life that i have in the direction in the way that i have how am i going to tell you no you need to look at life like this instead of look at it like this when i've never lived your life so i can't tell you how to think about things the the most that i can do is tell you my experiences and how i feel why i feel and if you do bring something up to me which makes me question like you know what jason that's actually a great point i don't know why i do it i don't know why i say it i don't know why i say i love you all the time it's just how i feel i don't it i don't look at it as an obligation i don't look right. at it as a as a checkbox of a right. thing that I have to do, it's just a, it's just what happens. It's just a, a feeling. And and I'm not I'm not saying that you do it. I was simply asking you because I know a lot of people do it. Just they just say it. It means nothing to them. And that's what always bugged me. And this wasn't a recent thing. This is like a grown up thing for sure. Like, easy now. Just because I got bro. a big water doesn't mean you got to get big ready, water. Ready? Go ahead. You can talk for ten minutes. I'll still be drinking, dude. Pause. So. so. Bro, the ASMR, ASMAR, ASMR, whatever it is. ASMR. ASMR through this microphone and headphone setup is sick. Like, what I was, do you think of the studio, man? I think the studio is amazing. 
good, bro. I'm I think Studio is outstanding. It's super comfortable. It's fun. Um, I like the old one. This has a lot more life in it. Really? Oh, good, man. A lot more life in I'm it. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear it that. It also shows that, I mean, honestly, it shows you matured a little bit. Thank you. Right? Kind of like we we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I want to step back, though, for a second. Sure. You had said that you feel differently about the podcast now, looking back at it, than you did then. I know you felt any sort of way back then. Very, it it was very like enlightening or shocking. Very shocking. Okay, okay, of okay. course, because we haven't had a conversation. Because I I can assume that your thoughts on on raising children or being a husband or a family as a whole would be X amount, just because that is my idea. So sure, I'm sure. thinking, okay, me being uh someone in the same field as you right having some of the sort of same similarities in our, our kids lifestyle are, our kids are almost the same age exactly i mean they're similar ages right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was just an assumption which that was my fault to think okay well jason thinks about life the same way that i do so when you were saying these sort of sort of things it was very surprising right but now looking at everything as a whole if you've never experienced that sort of that sort of and I don't even want to say that sort of type of right, love right, right. that I am used to, that I seek, that I provide, that I that I value so much. If if you've never seen that, how how can you how can you see any value in that? That is the way that that I was looking at it, yeah. or that's the way that I look at it. I've I've always been very disconnected with people, um, probably just on purpose. Just I see I see a lot of things black and white, so I try to keep my emotions out of a lot of decisions I do. I've also seen a lot of the most successful people in the world put their career before anything. Like if you look at whatever the, the top top uh, football, baseball, soccer players in the world, many of them put their career first. Otherwise, it wouldn't be the best, right? So it's, it's their career first, which means they've been divorced. They've been divorced. They've been divorced. They've had bad mar marriages because they put their career first. Business people. Some of the top business people in the world have been, not all of them, there's some that are happily married and same woman, whatever, but a lot of them go through divorce, divorce, divorce. And I think a lot of it is because they spend so much time and energy on their career and not enough on their family is why that happens. But if they spent more time with their family, they wouldn't be as successful as they were. Right? Yeah, so that would, that would make me ask you, how do you deem success? Well, to be the top... To be, if you are the top of what you're doing, you're a basketball player, you're the Michael Jordan, you're a Honda enthusiast, you're a Honda brand advocate, you're the top of your game, you are the number one person in whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. I think that's as successful as you can get. You don't, no one, you don't have to do that. We For talked sure. about it. people can work a job and not be the best person at their job, the best salesperson, and be okay with it. Me personally, I see no reason to do something unless you're going to be the best at it, the best you can possibly do. And it's always consumed. I was in bodybuilding for years. 
and it consumed my entire life. Everything. I had an eating schedule. And that eating schedule would take precedent over my job. If I had something to do with my job, but it was time to eat, I'm eating. I would, I would, everything was all about food and working out. Everything. There was no, well, this one girl wants to go out or maybe my buddies want to go drinking. I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. I'm eating and working out. And if I can get a job so I can make money, that'd be great too. So I've always tried to be the top, putting everything I can into whatever I'm doing. And since you know, I found my passion with Honda, that's how it's been. Gotcha. It, it, everything, everything goes into this. But I will tell you, from our first pod, things have changed with me dramatically. In fact, in my mind. Mm-hmm. So you know, for instance, I live in Chicago. Uh, when I come out to California, which I come out here probably, I don't know, 14, 15 times a year, maybe more. If I come out for an event on Friday, what I used to do is I used to do the event on Friday or Saturday. Then a bunch of us would go out Saturday night. I'd recover Sunday. I'd fly home Monday. Now, if I have, a, if I have an event on Friday, I usually do the event on Friday, fly home on the red eye so I can be with my family. So that's changed a lot gotcha. after thinking about basically my priorities because mm-hmm. my priorities are still my career but when my career spills into hanging out with friends partying going out now it's those aren't my priorities gotcha. my priorities are my career my family that's it so i realized that i was using the going out partying time as an excuse to go out and party saying oh well it's part of like i'm out here on the weekend I just worked, I'm gonna go off a little bit, I'm gonna go home after. Now I skip all that and I go home. If I have a day, there's, a, I just talked to my wife yesterday, there's a day I'm, I'm on a, a big tour right now, right? So I'm visiting 21 dealerships across the country. So in that tour, there's one day where I leave, actually I think it's California. I leave California before I get to Texas. I leave California on a Friday night. I had to be in Texas on a, a Sunday afternoon. So I have like one day. Mm-hmm. Flying home to Chicago, spending that one day with my family, and you getting on a plane early that next day and flying out to Texas. And those are things I didn't do before the first time we potted. Mm. Just because I, I had to take a long, dark look at myself and the way I was speaking, the way I was thinking, and I was getting caught up in the everything else I shouldn't be getting caught up in. Does that make sense? It does. It does make sense. And I'm glad that a conversation that we have can give you perspective. Um, Not saying that it's the right, the wrong, or what have you, but perspective in in a whole. You know, I I love perspective no matter what. Not perspective to make me change my idea to how somebody else wants it or whatever, but the way that I see is that there's a problem and I need the solution, whether the solution comes from me, comes from you, comes from anybody, the end goal is the solution. So whatever perspective idea or what have you can get us there, that's all that matters sure, to me. Sure, as long as you realize that there's a problem. Exactly. So I wanted to touch on something uh, that you said was success, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so the way that I see success is success is, um, is a case by case basis sure right the way that i personally view success is at the end of my time on this earth 
how has my impact been? What is the legacy that I'm leaving back as a whole? Not just in my business, but in every aspect of my life. Sure. As a father, as a husband, as a business owner, as a friend, as uh, uh, somebody who, who motivates uh, uh, the example that I'm setting. So these are all of the aspects that I'm looking at. 100%. So every one of those things, I am always critical of how am I, how am I doing and I'm dialing everything in because at the end of it, that is what I want to leave behind. So that's the way that, that, that I see success. Now, if you see success is that you want to be the best in your career, who am I to tell you? That, that's My success is very similar to yours because in my career, I'm helping people better understand something, I'm educating them. So the more people I can educate, the more knowledge I can give out there before I die, in your words, the more successful I am. Mm -hmm. Right? So, if, if I can reach, if if I can, let's say that I'm the best father and husband in the world, right? So mm -hmm. in whatever, whoever's eyes, let's say that's just spending more time and energy and, and just spending more everything with my family, right? Which is what most of the people out there think that I should do to be that type of person. Mm -hmm. I only have so much time outside of that to reach so many people. So let's just say there's 100% of the people out there. If I'm the best father in the world, I reach 5% of those people because I'm being the best father and a husband in the world. Let's say that I'm not the best in the world. I can reach 10% of the people because I can spend more time on my career. Let's say that I'm the worst father and husband in the world. I don't talk to my kids. I don't see my wife. I'm always working. I don't ever, ever see them. Maybe I can reach 50% of the people. So what you just said is your legacy is how many people you touch, how many lives you change, how many how many people you affect. Mm -hmm. Well, then I shouldn't talk to my family at all because I'm allowed to then affect and change more people out there. So when I die, my legacy is much bigger. So I'm, I'm dialing that back a touch. Got you. And, and I'm finding a not, not really happy medium because it's definitely going to be weighted heavy but it's the same thing you just said. When I die, my legacy is going to be larger than if I came home every single night and spent time with my family. If I was home with my family every night, no one would know who I was, which isn't important. But when you speak a legacy, that's what it is. People are, people, it's what you're leaving people. I'm leaving people with the knowledge, with the education, with the entertainment I'm giving them. Me being home every single night, I can only reach so many people. I can only go to a few shows, right? Yeah. So that's, that's one of the reasons sure. why this is not for me at all. This is for everybody else. You know, this is, I love it. I think it's amazing. But the things I do, I do for everybody else. I'm going the Honda meet this Sunday. Yeah. I'm off work on Friday. Uh, I'm off work on Friday. I'm going home for the night and then going to the Honda meet and then coming back home, I think on Sunday night or Monday. But I don't need to go to the Honda meet. I could spend the time with my family. There's no money there. I'm not making money at the Honda meet. I'm going there for the people that are going there. I'm going there to support you know, the scene, support the enthusiasts, 
to bring you know to bring content to people that can't go to the Honda meet mm-hmm. to support the Honda meet, support other companies that go out there, all that kind of stuff. So got you. I'm I get I get very upset. As as upset as I get, which is rare, when people say I'm being very selfish in the things I do, because it's in my mind is completely unselfish. Because mm. all the things I do and all the places I go, like. What am I doing right here with you? Unpacking. But why? I have a four and a half hour drive. Yeah. What I should do if I was selfish is I'd tell you I'm busy. I go drive four and a half hours, go have a couple of drinks, go grab some food, go chill in the hotel, go do some other stuff, figure out a way to make money, go to work tomorrow. But yet I'm sitting here talking to you. Why? Mm. Just because I think it's one is entertaining for other people. It's good for you. It's good for me to unload. It's good for me to talk, but I'm not. I'm not here because I'm selfish. Got you. From your perspective, of this is er- everything. Everything that we say well, is from hundred percent our own perspective. Yeah. If you think someone's a jerk or someone's cute or ugly or or whatever, stuck up. It's your perspective of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course, it's my perspective. Got you. Yeah, I mean, so you 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 have the, there's the things that I want to strive in that all of those things equal my success as sure. my time on this earth. Sure, right. So one is not more important than the other. I'm I if all of these things are important to me, I'm gonna try to be the best in all of them which and means which means you'll be good at all of them you can't be the best at five things you can only be the best at one thing for, from from you can get to a certain level you can be really where good that, where that level brings me the success sure sure the sure, success sure, right sure. so say for downstar yeah okay right so if i worked from 6 a.m to 8 p.m the brand would would grow it would grow a lot more than it does now if i focused a hundred percent of my time if i focused 80 hours a week on the brand yeah just just saying time wise yeah it would put me years ahead earlier sure. of course it would. right yeah determining that that is my goal that's what i want that's what i want to be the best ever with this brand right that's that time is gonna have to come from somewhere else, you know, or sure. the time that I do spend on it, I'm maximizing the time, and that's just learning to be better with the skills and the tools that you have available. So when you're here, you're here, you're doing this, and you're and you're you're focused, and you're not screwing around, and you're not on social media or, or what have you, you right, know. Right. In these eight hours that you're here, you're maximizing your time. But that's assuming that I want to be the Kobe Bryant of selling bolts. See, I look at it, why would you not? Like, why would you even do it from my perspective? Why would you do it if you didn't want to be the best at what you're doing? Like, why would you just want to be okay at it? Why would you want to be another company while there's all these other companies are up here and you're just chilling? Like for me, I wouldn't want to put the time or effort into something to be okay. 
If I'm going to put the time and effort into something, I want it to be the best. For sure. Then that time and that effort is going to be pulled away of course. from other places. 100%. So you pull it away from those other things that don't have as much value to your level of success that you deem. I mean, there's going to be compromises. There's compromises. And for me, these compromises come from myself. My delay of gratification, sometimes my sleep, the effort that I have to put in, the amount that I have to squeeze in, the knowledge that I have to consume. There's some things that are uncompromisable to you. If someone called you up because they needed something from you on a, a Thursday afternoon or Thursday evening, you're off work, it's time with your perfect example. You have work hours. Yeah. You don't answer the work phone. You don't get back to clients after work hours. Cause those are your that's your family time. I mean, if 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 it's it, if I'm able to do it. It's rare though. Like you specifically put hours down and there was somewhere where you had said one time that after this time, I'm off work. Don't bother me. Like don't bother me after this time because I'm it's not time for me to work. It's time for me to be out with my friends or my family. For it's sure. not work time. I don't have a not work time. Got you. Like there's like it's not just answering a phone call. If someone needed something and I had to go just for instance, this never happened, but let's just say a, a local Honda dealership's like, hey, listen, we need something from you. You're the only one that can do it. We need you to come in and help us out at the dealership and it's Thursday. And I understand that you're about to sit down for dinner. You couldn't stop me from leaping and going to that dealership to help them mm. at any time. I don't care if it's nine o'clock at night. I was supposed to put my son to sleep. My wife can put him to sleep. Mm. So that that you don't see that as part of your success as being a father and a husband because you're not giving your all at that, which is not me judging you or anything like that. I don't want it all to right. sound like that. But just the way that you're saying things, if you're not going to try to be your best at it why even do it so when you finish when you're off of this earth when you look back and you have your report right right the only thing that is going to matter is if you are successful with your career no i i think because of my success in my career my family has a my family has as income right and my family is also proud of what i've done so could i spend more time with my family of course and we could all quit our jobs and spend as much time as we want with our family. We could all just live at home and live off the government or whatever we can do to make money and just spend all the time with our family. Sure. You know, so not not escaping that question, but someone like Steve Jobs. Do you think Steve Jobs was a success or a failure? I, I personally don't know. And you know who Steve Jobs is. Yeah, I know who so, he so is. So looking at what he's done, what he did, would you say he's a success or a failure? Because you know where I'm going. That's why you don't want to answer the question. No, no. I, I think he's a success in business. He's a success. When you look back at his life and he has that that list when he dies, someone's going to go over that list with him and go, bro, you changed the world. The, sure. the world he changed. For sure. He was probably the worst dad ever, right? The stories you hear, the movies you watch. His daughter didn't know him. His daughter, he had a daughter he wouldn't even... He might have had two daughters, who knows? I don't even know if he was married. If he was married, was he married two or three times? You don't ever hear about that. He was not a family man. He was not a guy that he's, you know, he did what most people like that. They sleep in the office. 
They put all their time and energy into that to be as successful as possible. And like you said, when you die and look back, there's aren't any, there isn't anyone that wouldn't say he wasn't a success. For Elon, sure. Elon Musk. For sure. Well, let me, let me just answer you. He's a success in business, right? You can't say he's a success as being a father if we don't know how he was as a father. You can't say he's a success as a husband if we don't know how he was as a husband. You can't say he's a success as a friend if we don't know how he was as a friend. He was a success in business. LeBron James is a success in basketball. Can LeBron James kickflip? I'm not sure what a kickflip is. Skateboarding, <laughs> Skateboard right? trick, right? So he's no. not a success in skateboarding. No, of course so not. If you're, he's so not the if best you're, cameraman either. Exactly. So if you're, if you don't value basketball, I don't value basketball. So what he has done, LeBron James has done, ultra successful. I recognize that. Even from the outside looking in, I'm not into basketball. I don't. I don't pay attention at all. Right. His his what he has done has touched the entire world with his success in basketball. And if he leaves this earth being the most successful basketball player and that is what he wanted to do and that was his whole life goal, in your eyes, you are successful in life. It is all, it's all relative. Because sure. if you're asking me if he was successful, I said, okay, well, this is how I deem success. So let's just let me see how he did over here. Oh, right here, he's a twelve out of ten. Right here, he's a negative three. Okay, well, I have to take all that into consideration if that's the way that I deem success. What are you going to look at everything? The, the things you, that are you gonna, what about you going to look at the way he drives? But the things that I I deem as successful. Okay, so you're going to look at obviously family for sure, and then business. Family, business, whatever you chose to, whatever you chose to strive in. Well, he didn't choose to strive in family. Well, so then, how, how could he be a failure in that? It's if not. It's not in. in you gave him a negative three. It's failing. If I'm, if I'm, if you're asking me, this is only asking right. somebody's opinion because all of this is just opinion. Sure. So if you're asking me, if somebody who is a twelve in their career but a negative three in family and friends and, and loved ones, I deem that as as a failure how I judge success. Okay, personally. Personally. Okay. All of this is okay. all, all personal. Okay. The way that you think about things is personally. Right, for me. For you. Like I would never judge you on your success based on how much time. In fact, I'm I'm slightly jealous of people like you, slightly jealous of some of other friends that go home every night to their family, get to you know spend time and get to raise their children. For sure. Like I don't have that. Because of the career I chose, because of the way I choose to live my life, I don't have the time or the, the, the time basically is all it is. I don't have the time to spend with my family. Because the way that you deem success in your career is a higher level than I do. So when you're traveling the world and you're going to all these shows, I'm jealous of that because it's like, wow, I wish that like I wish that I was there. But me saying wishing is not really the right word because sure. I could be there. 
Sure. But I would have to give up this time that I decide not to do because that would go against my goal in life, which doesn't go against your goal in life. Not saying your goal is worse than mine. Mine is better than yours. It's just different. Right. Everybody looks at things things differently. Right. And the way that that I run my business, I'm sure there's somebody that could come in here and be like, well, why don't you have a kit for all Subarus? Why don't you have a kit for all Mitsubishis? Why don't you have domestic kits? Why don't you have this? And my answer would be the time and the energy and the mental space that it takes to reach all of those goals is not something that I want to trade my time for. All of this is just an exchange for time. This right here, you say we're having this conversation. Yeah. This two hours is an investment in time and not to see, well, maybe this is going to become views. Maybe we'll get more customers or whatever. This is me investing time in this conversation. Sure. Me too. Wanting this to happen, this conversation and just to be able to talk because I love talking to people. I yeah, love yeah, talking yeah. to you. I love talking. And it's I, and I love you. I love you. Oh, no pause. Thanks, <laughs> no bro. pause. You know, and, and it's yeah. just how, how people deem things. Right, okay, right, so right. the guy that comes in and tells me that I'm running my company like shit, that I'm leaving so much opportunities. Why are you right. even wasting time on the skateboard shit? You're not making money from the skateboard shit. You should focus that on buying more product. You right. should get a loan so you could get products at cheaper. Run- okay, all of that shit, what does that have to do with my end goal? Well, you can make more money. I got money. That's not a problem. Right. Well, you could. And then you get to that level. Okay. Right. What do you want Downstar to be? Because you're not asking me. What do I want Downstar to be? Right. I don't want to have to fucking clock in at a job. Right. I right, don't want right. to have to have a boss. I don't want to have to have anybody to answer to. Yeah. If I want to fucking make 50 skateboards that are going to sit on the shelf, if I want to give them away for free to kids at the skate park, yeah. and it's not going to bother me, if I don't have to check how much this is before I buy it, if I don't have to worry about going to breakfast or going to dinner, right? that's success to me. What about your yacht? The fuck do I want a yacht for? You know, you <laughs> right. want a yacht. Right. I don't want a yacht. You know, I want a BMW. Sure. You want a FKA or FL5. What the fuck does it matter? That's what you want. Right, right. This is what I want. And this is how, this is how we see things differently. And I get it, bro. Yeah, yeah. If that's your end goal of success you're doing everything you fucking need to do and if when you're home you're putting in the most quality time if you're doing that's, it that's what i've learned that's up to you right, to judge right nobody else to judge the only people that are going to judge that and this is only fact is your future relationship with your wife and your children sure. and how how they experience love and when they have families you know, and then when you talk about like the more reach or what have you, right? Right. So you say that your parents didn't say, and I don't, I don't want to cross any lines, and I don't ever want you to think that I'm judging you or anything. No, I'm with you. I'm this with, is how I, I break. I'll, I'll correct you if you're not saying what I think you're. I'll saying. I'll put it back on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I look at the way that I was raised. Like, damn. Okay, there are things that they did right, the things that they did that I don't like that they did. Right. How did? How did my parents learn how to be parents? Okay, well, well they from their, their parents, parents, obviously. Okay, so let's let's take it back a little bit. 
Who were my parents' parents? Okay, let's keep going back. Who were their parents' parents? And you see it's either getting worse or it's either getting getting better. But the end of the bloodline is here. Right. The end of your bloodline is you. And how you determine that the bloodline is going to continue is on you. So for me, the my son, my daughter, they're never going to know the life that I grew up living. They're never going to have to grow up in the places that I was living. They're never going to have to not have a bedroom. They're never going to have to share a room. They're never going to have to not have a TV in their room. Right. They're never not going to have to have like have to question these sor- sort of things. And those are the successes of my parents where they did their best job sure. to create me and put me into the world and be like, this is the best that, that we could do from what we knew here. Right. So it's on me to do a little better than them, do worse than them, or do light years ahead. Sure. But my son and my daughter and my wife are never going to know a life that that was prior to us because they're already you know they have more ammo they have more knowledge sure they have more tools in the belt to to approach life so these conversations that i have with my son and i break down life to him as i see it those tools weren't given to me when i was younger sure. so now he has those certain tools so when he has a family maybe he's gonna reach levels of success at earlier in life and experience a successful life earlier and have more time to experience that. And he might look at his kids and say, you guys aren't going to know how I grew up. You guys are going to have a much different life than the life I had for whatever reason, whatever that is. But did your did your parents both work nine to fives when you were growing up? My dad did, but my mom didn't. You just didn't work? Yeah, she didn't okay. work. So um, my mom also didn't work. My dad worked midnights. And growing up, I was always like, oh, wow, like my dad was around, but he worked, you know, he worked midnights and then he went to sleep when he got home and then he'd get up in the evening time and go to work. Yeah. So I saw him in the evening. And so a lot of times I had thought, you know, I, my mom and dad were all, when I saw them, they're always together, always holding hands, always on the couch, always like always loving. They were always, always, always together, never fighting, never nothing. I was like, wow, I, I always want to be like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be like my dad where I'm always working. I'm always not around the house. Like I'm, you know, I want to be with my family more than my dad was with us just because he's work midnights. And sure as shit, you grow up just like your parents. Yeah. You know, so me and my wife are are very loving together. We're always holding hands, we're always kissing, we're always on the couch together, we're always next to each other, we're always, 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 always together when we're together. But I realized I looked back on it, I don't know, maybe only a couple of years ago and I said, Wow, it's I'm not with my family. I always said I was going to be there. Yeah. And I realized that the career path that, you know, I chose or was chosen for me or whatever ends up just like my parents. Yeah. Which is crazy. How does that make you feel? Fine. I mean, I'm 100% okay with not just the decision I'm making, but the future of those decisions. Mm. I get it. I'm not, I'm not, we said this in the last one. I know that down the road, probably both of my kids, but at least the younger one, will probably have some resentment towards me saying that, you know, you weren't always around. And that's why 
when I'm there, I spend a lot more time with them than I would before, you know, especially after the last pod or whatever, just made me realize stuff. So, you know, when I'm home, he's very much like, you know, hey, today's uh, boy's day. Mm. I don't want mom around. It's just gonna be me and you. Me and you are gonna go out and go do something cool, cool, and we go and do whatever it is yeah. for the whole day. And we'll go out and be like, I'm like, oh, so what do you want to do? He goes, I don't know. Let's uh, go to the city. And the city's like 45 minutes from me, plus traffic there and back. Mm-hmm. So cool, we're gonna go to the city. But he's very like, he wants to spend as much time as he can with me because he knows I'm gonna be leaving soon. So I think that's great. So he realizes it. Will he be resentful later? He might be. But he knows, you know, he knows I love him. He loves me. And there's no like, you know, I wish I never had kids. Waste my time. These kids suck. My family sucks. Not even nothing like that. Yeah. You know, it's I love my family and I want to spend as much time as I can with them. So the time I'm able to, I do. It's just not that much time. Mm. But that's, yeah. that's, uh, I feel you, man. You know, no. And again, like, like we said, a lot of my friends, talk to me that and they're like oh wow you know i really wish that I could travel like you i really wish that you know everywhere i go people are, are a lot of people say you know you travel the world you get to see so many things i really wish that i could do what you do and almost every one of them if i have the time i said cool what do you do when you're off work it was like a home i go i go to a hotel room when i'm off work i go to a hotel room that's where i go you go home to your wife and your kids you sleep next to your wife i sleep next to an empty bed so I'm not saying that so I want them to pity me. I'm saying that because people all the time think that what I do is awesome, which it is, but they think there's no other side to it. Because I don't talk about it. I don't, when I get back to the hotel room, I don't go on my phone and go, oh, alone again, missing my family. This sucks. Um, it's me in the bed and that's it. So see you guys in the morning. I don't talk about that at all. So people don't see it. So people only see the, the glamour, the quote glamorous stuff, you know? But do you feel it? No, not at all. Not even a little bit. I feel it. I have a, a, I think, it's a unique ability of living in the moment, 100%. So when I'm here with you, even though we're talking about what's going on with my family, I'm not really thinking about that. The time I think about it is when I'm done with work. I'm done with, on Friday, I've been out here for a week. On Friday, I get, uh, Friday or Saturday, I go home. Maybe Saturday morning, I go home. On the way home is when I'll think about it. On the way home, I'll think about how much I miss my family because I'm done with work. I'm in work mode. Mm-hmm. When I'm in work mode, I see and hear nothing else. Doesn't matter what's going on in my other life. You know, bills aren't getting paid, whatever the case is. My mom's sick. Someone in my family has cancer. Someone's dying. None of that stuff even crosses my mind. Not even a little bit. I'm in work mode. I'm just zoned in. I'm doing my job. That's it. When I'm done with that, then everything hits me. Mm. So I couldn't do what I do otherwise. If if I was a, a you know a normal person that thought how much they miss their wife all the time and miss the kids all the time, I couldn't do my job. I'm gone too much. I couldn't concentrate on what I'm doing because I in the back of my head I get thinking about my family, my family, my family. I should be with my family. I shouldn't be. I should be with my family. What am I doing? Where's my my son doing? What's my wife doing? I should be with them. I couldn't do what I do, so I just turned that off. Hmm. What makes you think that you can't do it? What do you mean? That you can't do both things at the same time. I, I couldn't concentrate. How could I? Do you think that? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna throw out stuff that I think you can relate to more than just me. For sure. 
so do you think a, a Michael Jordan or a Kobe Bryant or whatever on the floor in the middle of a game is thinking about their mom with cancer or their wife that might be cheating on them or whatever the case is? No, they're zoned in. You, you hear it all the time. You hear it from every professional player ever saying, I don't even know what happened on the field. Like, I know I threw the ball, but I don't remember, I don't remember letting it go. And it was a perfect throw right in the end zone. I caught the ball. I started running. I don't remember running, but I was in the end zone. They just go blank. Like they're zoned into what they're doing. Nothing else in the world matters except for what they're doing right now. Yeah, for sure. Like, and that's it. Like when, when you're snowboarding. Same idea. You're or you're, focused, sk- you're skateboarding. skateboarding. And you're focused on the trick. You're focused on sure. not, not getting hung up on a rock, falling off. You're focused on your balance, right? Sure. But you're not on the skateboard for four days straight. You're right. So you shutting that off is you not wanting to think about any of that at all. Because you're not at the you're not at the dealership no, I'm, you're the right. whole time. No, I'm not at the dealership the whole time. Um, and you know, I, I, I'm done. I, you're right. I'm not at the dealership the whole time. And yes, of course, I think of my family, but I don't think of my family where it's like I really need to go home now. Like I mean, because you, I don't think you can control. Uh, you can't control like love or your feelings. You know what I mean? Like when those feelings come over you, you can't really be like, oh, I'm just gonna forget about how much I miss my family right now, and I'm just gonna do my job because it's always just gonna be there for you. So it's just an emotion. I suppress or forget or push aside that emotion so I don't have to worry about it. I just concentrate on where I am, the work I'm doing. So I, I go to work. I go back to the hotel room. I edit videos. I eat some dinner. I go to sleep. I go to work. Mm. And then at the end of this, I think about how much I miss my family on the way home. I spend my time with them as much as I can and then back to work again. Mm. So, Got it. Perspective, man. It's, it's just about how you see the world and how you how you decide to spend your time you know sure whether if you see if you ask for an opinion on what would what would help i'm not then you're good then you're chilling i i people give my you know people give me their opinions for sure i don't i i'm happy would my family be happier if I was home all the time? Yes and no. I think the idea, oh yeah, 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 we'd be much happier. But the fact that I'd be miserable, they wouldn't be happy. They wouldn't be happy to see me miserable. Right? For sure. So you can't, in this in this situation I'm in, I don't think you can have it both. I don't think I can be home all the time with them and be happy all the time, not doing what I want to do. And because I wouldn't be happy, they wouldn't be happy. Two things. Yeah. Being present isn't always about being physically present and being home. Hundred percent. And then the then the, the I'm getting caught here. What am I getting caught on? Something's pulling me. Then the the what what I what I want to do, that statement 
is a selfish statement. Now you can determine selfish is a word and it's a definition to what, what that action is, whether you deem that action negative or positive, it's just a word. You're just defining it. That's a red shirt. However you feel about the color red is, is up to you. So you doing things for yourself, that is a selfish thing. So sometimes, put it on me, there's sometimes that I need to be selfish because if I'm not selfish with doing something for myself, it manifests itself in other ways and the people that I love don't get the best version of me. So I need to do something for myself. I need to do this. I need to have this conversation. I need to do this podcast because I'm so passionate about podcasting. I think you want to do the podcast. You don't need to. No, I, I need to because I need to create because I need to do something that makes that is for myself. I need to go skate for an hour because I just need this for a time for me. Just not think about anything. Go skate, go have fun, and that's it. And that those are the th th that's that's selfish because I have to do it for myself. I, I don't. I, I think you want. Like I don't have to be here. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be here. Do I? No. I, with you, do I need to be here? No. I want to be here. Yeah. So is that selfish? It's for yourself. Because if there was something else that you could be doing there, with there, your time, there is. I could be working. I have videos right now that are late. They should be edited right now. I'm not editing them. So I have stuff for other companies. For sure. I should be doing. I'm not doing them. I'm here because you want me here. For sure. You're here because I'm here because you asked me to be here. For sure. And that is a choice uh, that you decided to make. And that's selfish. Which if it's for it's for your own enjoyment. It's for well, I don't know how you how you view this. You know, if you view this as like having a stimulating conversation or if this is something that is going to go towards business and this is good towards like the whole, like my brand, you know what I mean? I'm here because you want me here. Yeah, because, you know, this is... This helps you. If you didn't want want to be here... If I didn't want to be here, I wouldn't be here. That's not the point. Point is, is I want to be here. I don't need to be here. I want to be here not because I'm selfish. I didn't come here because I'm selfish. I didn't come here because this is going to self-serve me in any way. Mm -hmm. I did this because it's your podcast. I know you like having me on. I know you like talking. I know this is your gig and I know you want this to get bigger and bigger and do more and more with it. So I'm here again. I have a four and a half hour drive. There are a bunch of other shit I should be doing. I need to do other than here. Mm -hmm. I'm here because I want to be here. I want to be here because you're here. And a want is a again how is that selfish this is it's like i said it's all perspective it's how it's how so, we so you see things you think a want is being selfish if you want something you're being selfish it's, it's self-serving okay it is this all of this is is this having this conversation from my perspective right taking this time to do this this is all a selfish thing because this time could be dedicated to other things that need to be done as far as, you know, work, 
taking sure. care of work, sure. you know, making the machine grow, sure. answering emails, answering calls, you know, on social media, those are things that need to be done, but I don't need to do this. So this is something that is self-serving. So for me, I don't do many things that are self-serving. The word selfish has such a negative connotation to it, sure. but it's just a word. Self-serving. This is self-serving. When I skateboard, it's self-serving because that is not helping anybody else out but myself. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I'm just trying to think in my life if a lot of the stuff I'm doing is really self-serving or if I'm doing it for other people or if I'm saying I'm doing it for other people, but it's really just self-serving. Those are very hard conversations yeah, and those are the conversations you have to have with yourself sure. and you have to be the most honest and most critical with yourself. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I do I do a lot of stuff you know, that I don't need to do. I do a lot of stuff for free. I do a lot of stuff without getting paid. I take a lot of time and energy and, and effort out of my days, weeks, years doing stuff without getting any monetary return. So in my mind, I'm doing that for other people. But am I doing it just for other people or am I doing it for myself? Like, let's say I go to an event like H-Day. Okay, and let's say I go to H-Day, I don't make any money at all. Like I go out there for free. I buy the ticket or I buy the, the gas. I go out there, I buy my hotel room. I spend the day out in the sun. I burn my you know bald head. I do all this stuff. I say I'm doing it for the fans that are out there. I'm doing it so I could, you know, entertain them and bring the car they didn't see the car in person i brought them i met them i sent autographs i do all this cool stuff as a celebrity there in my mind i'm doing that all for them but then there is that gratification when i'm out there all those people coming up to me wanting to meet me want to take pictures with me wanting me to sign them i go up on stage and people go crazy like that's there's some self-gratification in doing that but in my mind that's not the reason i go there I don't go there for that. I don't need to go all the way to H-Day for that. I can go to local events. I go there because there's people that haven't met me yet that want to. There's people there that haven't seen my car that want to. And I want to support, you know, me going out there helps support that event, helps support the vendors that go to the event, helps support the whole industry, mm. you know, the whole culture. Mm. So, but. And that, all of that is you looking at yourself and saying that me being here sure. is gonna do X. Me being here is sure. changing that person's sure. life. Me explaining this new feature is changing that person's life. All of this stuff is all opinion. Totally, and it's all slanted out of from my angle. For sure. Somebody else can look at it going, you know, he's so selfish, he should spend time with his family. For he sure. shouldn't be out there, because that, that's such a bullshit move for him. He's so selfish, he wants to go out there and. You know, do car events and not even get paid when he should be at his family's. He should be with his family, not getting paid, or helping raise his children. Yeah. But he's being selfish and going out there, which is crazy to me because, in my mind, it's the exact opposite. Like I couldn't be any more unselfish, but the perspective is different. And no one's. They think they're right. Whoever would say that, and I think I'm right. I think right. it's not really a, not a right who's or right or wrong, right. it's just but opinions. It's, it's, it's the problem 
ways of attacking the problem. Now, the first thing is, if you don't see a problem, it doesn't fucking matter. But the thing is... Ah, Say that to an alcoholic. If they don't see it's a problem... Then it's no problem? Not to them. Not to them. You left that part out. Not to them. Not to them. So all of this... So That's my point. Yeah, yeah. None of this is a problem to you. Right. You're the alcoholic. Right. It could be a problem to other people. Who? I... (laughs) Right? Who? I'm, I'm just saying that it could be. So, so if you don't see that all of this, if you don't see any sort of, of problem in the way that you're thinking about things, there's no problem. But if there's, if there's a voice inside of you that thinks there's a problem, that's that it, voice. Kill that voice. <laughs> You step it, you crush it, you kick it, you stomp it, you go like this to it. Let me tell you this. That's right? what you do, boy. You don't let those little voices mess you up. So this is the voice, right? <laughs> Everyone has it. It's called your bitch voice. <laughs> okay. And the bitch voice is the one that I'm putting everything on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing this podcast. Who knows? One day this could inspire something in somebody that could change their life. Who knows this conversation that you have? You know, you deserve this time. Like everything else can wait. Like you, you deserve this. You work so hard. You know, that's the voice. That's but the, the bitch voice. No, that's the other one. That's what you think. That's what? What, that there's, there's the, 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 the bitch voice is the voice that has justifications for all of your actions. But if you feel that there's some sort of a, something of your actions that is 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 not going to get you where you want to go that's the voice that you need to listen to when you when you're on a diet and you say man you know i worked hard dude you know i'm going to have a, a, a i'm going to have a cheat day that the that's the bitch voice the cheat day the oh i'm going to have this because I, that's the bitch voice because the boss voice is the voice that's telling you that's not our goal we haven't reached right. our goal no, I, 100% you're not at the the weight that you said you haven't reached that goal. So why are you taking that break? Well, I've been working hard. I work hard for it. What's this going to do? What that that's the bitch voice you know, and that's that battle that you have inside you know, of you. You know what's funny? Our bitch voices are completely reversed. Cuz my bitch voice says my voice says, "Well, maybe I should take a couple days off, go see the family." My bitch voice says, "What are you talking about?" You need to keep working. You haven't achieved the goals you want. You need to stay out there. You need to keep going. You need to keep hustling. You need to keep pushing harder. Make more videos. Make more content. Keep working. Don't sleep. Don't eat. Keep going. That that So our 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 bitch voices from what you just told me sound like they're almost reversed because our interpretation of our goals are not reversed but different from one another. You name whichever one you want. You can name it whichever one you want. But you yeah. know what I'm saying, though. You could call it the bitch voice, the boss voice. You could call it the devil, Wait, the angel, and you yeah, could put yeah. whichever title you want on whichever one. And the, the point is, is the one you have to squash. The negative one, the one that prevents you from doing what you're really supposed to do. That's the one you got to squash. Which you deem what you're supposed to do. Who else will deem it? 
Nobody else. That's why I said it. You're the one. That's why I said it doesn't matter. You deem what you're supposed to do. That's why it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Like if you feel, because it's all about your feelings inside, your moral compass, how you feel. Everything So if if you feel like everything you're doing is going to get you where you want at the end when excuse me when you reach that end of the road that's the voice you listen to well and then that's that is totally up to you because those are the conversations that you have within but you think let's say let's say that you let's say that you smoke pot every night mm-hmm. you get high every single night and you know that you're going to accomplish more if you didn't get high every night, but you still get high every night. For sure. And so the voice inside you is telling you what? You know, you don't need to get high every night. Like, you could probably accomplish more shit if you didn't do this. And, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, this is what's good for me. Like, this is okay. You're just making excuses, right? Yeah, that's the bitch voice. Right. The boss voice is that one that's questioning you. Right. I'm with you. And that... Yeah, yeah that on that conversation right i smoked every single night for years on end and about four months ago i said i'm not doing this and i've probably smoked less than 10 times within those four oh, months. you personally personally oh, okay because i had that conversation and you know the uh, the bitch voice was saying you have so much stress on you man you have so much stuff going on sure you deserve this, this you can't relax. turn this you can't even turn your brain off how are you going to go to sleep without even smoking what sure. your brain's going to keep racing and that's then you're not going to be able to wake up in the morning because you didn't get a good night to sleep that's the bitch voice the yeah. bitch voice is the one that's going to make you have the easy ride sure so you have that voice inside of you and you have to determine which is which and you have to determine that I'm not listening to that because I don't want to listen to that because that's a conversation that I don't want to have and that's a road that I don't want to go down. I don't want to not smoke. Right. I want to smoke every night. Sure. But then I start eating more. Makes me feel groggy in the morning. It's not a good example that I want to set to my family. I don't want to have any sort of crutches that have that I have to do to get through this. I don't want to have to use it for anxiety. Okay, I have anxiety, but have I been working out? How's my eating habits? Right. You know? So I have to be the most critical with myself if I want myself to be the best, baddest motherfucker that I can be on right. this planet. Right, right. Best version of me. Right. So you have to look at yourself and say, and not you, just anybody listening. No, I know. Am I being the best version that I can be? Right. And however you decide to answer that, that's on you. Because it does. It's like cheating in college. That shit ain't helping nobody else out. You know. Right. Sorry. It's not. It's not doing anything for anybody else. You're just cheating. You're spending money to cheat. It's. It's stupid. Right. You know. You're cheating yourself out of being the best version of you that you can be. Do you have to consider other people though? If that's what I that if that's what I value, okay. If I value it, the people that I need to consider are the people that I value and the people that I have an effect on their life and people okay. that I that I deem part of my success. Sure, sure. So I have to value the opinion of my wife, my son, and my daughter. Right. Everybody else is gonna fall in line sure, as sure. long as all three of them are happy. 
That's all that matters to right. me. Now, I'm not that doesn't mean that I'm going to be a bad son, that I'm going to be a bad friend, I'm going to be a bad employee, be a bad coworker. That doesn't mean all of that. But it just means maybe all of these people aren't going to have the same opinion of me that that these three people do, which is okay. Cuz like there's friends that I have and if we add up the hours that we've spent face to face together or that we've communicated, you're talking maybe like, you know, three days total. Sure. In 365 days. Sure. How about my family? You know, right. Those right. are the only people that matter. And as long as I talk to my wife and she's she's happy about the father that I am, sure. the dad that I am, sure. the, the, the husband that I am. If I talk to my son, if he's ha if if like. If he feels that way about me, okay, my job is being done. Sure. As long as Downstar is has the name that it does and it has the reputation that it does. Now what happens is, you know, I haven't got my package. They're scamming me. And you start seeing shit pop up. I'm not taking care of my job. So right. I need to make sure that I take care of my job here. Well, I can't do that right now because I'm dealing with family. Okay. You're not as badass as you thought you were because you couldn't juggle all of these things because you're failing at one and you're winning at another. But you're averaging, you're not succeeding. You have to see your averages. So then now I throw in another thing. Okay, now I want to be on a softball league. You know, if I'm not trying my hardest when I decided that I'm going to dedicate this time to playing softball, I'm failing at that, and it's gonna bring my average down. Do you have time for a softball league? Uh, if I could, if I wanted to, but yeah. I don't have the value. <laughs> the, it doesn't I, give I, me the no, value. No, I, I think know? I think we have a lot of time. I think we have a lot of time for a lot of stuff. It's just like you said, what we value, what we want to make time for. I realized how much time you waste just watching TV, mm -hmm. just doing stupid shit that doesn't doesn't push you any farther doesn't make you a better person doesn't make you better more successful in life or in business so you know tv is just one of many things i think that a lot of people can cut out but i think me and you we're both very busy you know we're, we're both our schedules are pretty packed we don't have a lot of downtime no pun intended <laughs> but the time we have i think we make the best use of that whatever small downtime it is yeah but i still think we me and you can probably both be on softball teams. Yeah, for we, sure. You know, we both could exercise more and, and do more stuff. We just made more time. Speaking of which, I didn't want to interrupt you earlier, but I just had noticed, I was looking at your, your ring on your finger. Yeah. And I forgot what you looked like six or seven years ago. I looked at, I was like, man, his, his fingers look so thin. I'm like, oh, that's right. Because you used to be a lot bigger. Yeah. A lot bigger. And you had slimmed up and that's now you look crazy. great. You had slimmed up. Thank you. You had slimmed up a lot. Like you had slimmed up like almost too slim, in my opinion. For sure. And now you're just you're just like in really good shape. You know, you just Thank look you. really good. You're welcome. I appreciate that, yeah. bro. And you know, that that goes into everything that we're talking about. Of course. Right. Um, I always wanted to do that seventy five hard challenge. Yep. We talked um, about that. Andy Fursella is somebody that I that I look towards for um, you know, tools yep. to to um to navigate through life. And sure. he, he created this this program and it was one thing that I needed to test myself on and my bitch voice was giving me so many excuses yeah. of why I couldn't do it. Well, you don't have no time, you don't have this, this, and that. 
bro after doing that shit for 75 days it changes I, your life i know that everything that my bitch voice is so distinct now i can tell exactly what it is yeah because i've reached a different level of discipline that i would have never reached if i didn't do that so that's why i'm able to dial it in and know like yo you're being a bitch right now bro the way you're thinking about stuff is is being a real bitch you know right 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 and it's just it just it just all depends on the the impact that i want to leave as far as the legacy of of me as a whole frank garcia what did what did i do as a whole not frank downstar not the owner of downstar you know it's what i what i what i want my report card to be at the end what do you want on your tombstone <sighs> pepperoni you get it right yeah you're, I, you're, I you it. remember that you get it yeah i get it i don't know man so what do you want on your headstone um being wrong never felt so right is that really what you want on there <laughs> after all the conversation we had seriously what do you want what do you do you want you want frank garcia beloved father um you know husband and son or do you want Frank Downstar Garcia? Or do you want your you want your logo on there? Like honestly, what do you want on your tombstone? I don't know. It's kind of hard to say, dude, because like the my my logo is me, which is kind of like like weird. But it's Downstar is such a part of me that I don't I, look at it as like like a business. I I know? I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, it's 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 an, a representation of like my creativity and like my legacy but that's not i mean what i would want on there is i don't know man you know like he tried his best you want he tried his, he best, tried his best on your tombstone <laughs> i never Jeez. thought about it ever I, I don't like to know i don't like to think about well you won't know or you know I, no one likes to think about it. i'm just curious i'm curious because i want to know how you want to be remembered that's kind of my point is Everything we've talked about, when you're dead, you're dead. Like, you're gone. No matter what you believe, you're, you're gone. So what's on your headstone is what's going to be, that's it. Like, that's the last thing people are going to see of you. If if that's what you think, I, I don't think that. Because your legacy lives on. Your, le your legacy. I, I understand your legacy lives on. But the last thing people are going to know about you or see from you that the lat the you're in the ground and your tombstone's above you. Does it say I tried my best or you know fuck everyone I'm first or no it, Frank it Downstar would be more of I tried my best. You're really gonna have a quote on there. Uh, it wouldn't be a quote, but if there's something that, that that's a would, quote, I tried my best. It's, liter it's literally I mean, a quote. Anything. This can be a quote. That's it. This can be a quote. Is a quote. I, I, you know, but the, yeah, I tried my best. I tried my best at business. I tried my best at being a father. I tried my best at being a husband. I tried my best at being that a is, skater. That is the, the, I don't I, I'm not, I, I've tried I, my best. That bothers me so much. Why is that? You're trying your best, right? No, mm. I could, I could do way more. Mm. Not even close. Trying my best. I think is a cop out. Mm. Well, I tried my best. So I'm sorry. It didn't work. I just tried my best. Sorry, I didn't get the car. I tried my best. Sorry, I wasn't good. I tried my best. Sorry, I wasn't this. I sorry, I wasn't a good employee. I tried. You know what? I tried my best. Like, sorry, dude. I tried my best. Why would you ever tell someone you tried your best? Just 
do it. Like it for me, when you say you tried your best, it sounds like I'm sorry I didn't succeed, but I tried my best. And succeed in whose eyes? It doesn't matter. It does it, matter. What the point is that quote, I tried my best. It's how I, you perceive that quote. So, bro, I'm sorry I didn't drink all this water. I tried my best. Sorry the podcast wasn't as good as it was. I tried my best. Sorry we didn't go three hours. I tried to go three hours. I, just, I tried my best. I couldn't go three hours, dude. But I you're, tried my you're, best. Looking, you're looking at it at the point where it didn't get done. You're saying that, hey, I tried my best. I did the best I could possibly do. Every day I try my best. This is this is this is what I live by. I try my best, evaluate, and then do better. Watch How uh, do you know how do you know you can uh, do better if you're doing the best that you can with the tools that you have? I, I don't know. I, I just think that just it always just seems like I understand what you're saying. It just seems like a cop out. Just those words, I tried my best. Perspective. It's how you're looking at it. If you're looking at it, yeah, you, you, you're right. It is. You, you tried you tried your best and this is all you created. I tried my best and I've created a business from selling bolts. It's funny, right? When you say it. <laughs> right? I no. tried my best. You know, I tried my best at this entrepreneur thing. It just seems when you say it, it just sounds like you could have done better. Just like it sounds like you could have done better. Just like selfish has has a connotation to it. Selfish has a negative connotation to it. I tried my best to you feels negative. It's just a word. That's a red shirt. And we all agree sorry, but that you, that's a red shirt. You want to put these words on your tombstone. I Honestly, really what I would want on there is my, my name, my information, and, you know, I love my family. What name? Just Frank Garcia. Maybe Frank Downstar. <laughs> you want Frank Downstar? Maybe Frank Downstar. I know you do. Because that's might. you. It, it is me, but then, yeah, it is me. But you feel what? No, it, it is me, but um, I don't want, I, like... I don't want it to seem like some like like cartoonish or anything like that. You know, <laughs> you're dead in the ground, right? Who gives a crap if it's cartoonish? Because you think about being dead in the ground. Well, I don't think about it, but it's going to happen. Yeah, your your physical body. Where's Where's your soul? No idea. Where's your soul located? I don't even know if you have a soul. Where is the thing that's that's keeping you running? What is my it? heart and my brain? There. So there's two things. Well, technically, I think so. You could have a, I think a heart it's your, transplant. I think it's your brain. I think it's your brain that keeps you alive. Physically, I think when they say your brain stops, you actually die. Your heart can stop; you're still alive. But I think if your brain stops, you're dead. But what's what's your your physical being? Well, yeah, that's all you know. So that's all. So so what the what you think happens at the end? That's only opinion based. Well, of course, there's no fact to anything. There's, there's no fact. Nobody, so, nobody knows. So yeah, of course. So once you're in the ground, that yeah. doesn't mean that that's it. That's uh, there. There's different stages to everything. Well, you're 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 physically dead. But what about the memories that that you have left? Other Do those people memories have them. die. Yeah, other people have them. So you still exist. 
in other people's heads, sure. Not the physical form. No, of course. And you'll always exist in other people's heads as long as they choose to remember you. For how long? Did you not watch that cartoon? That it's a Mexican one with a Mexican kid. Everyone oh, yeah, has to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Coco. Coco. Yeah. That proved it right there. True story. So that's that's your legacy. How long you live on. How many lives you touch. How How far your reach goes. That brings up a point, a point I've thought about a lot. When I'm dead, let's say I die tomorrow. What happens to Hunter Jason? Like the brand dies. There's, there's, if I die tomorrow, there's no one to pick up the brand. The brand dies. Mm -hmm. So people can watch the videos and their kids can watch the videos or kids might be learning. There might be some information passed on, but eventually that goes away and it's just a memory. It's a bookmark somewhere on in time. For sure. So that bothers me a lot. That's why I'm trying to eventually brand myself where when I leave, the brand continues with other people continuing what I'm doing. You know, it's, you know, when, when someone like, um, um, the Apple dude I just brought up before. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs died. Apple didn't die. And, you know, not in a direct comparison, but the fact was is something he started, he was able to build to a point where other people could work it and turn it into a brand that even though he's gone, the brand is still around and successful. You know, when I die, the worst thing for me to ever think about would be the brand is dying. Like that would suck worse than me dying. Mm. Like if I knew, let's say somebody's like, hey, listen, you have a choice. You can, that's a bad example, but I'm gonna <laughs> throw it out there. You could either live for another 10 years and when you die, this Honda Projacent thing will be dead. Like people remember it, like I said, but eventually it'll just fall apart. Like there's no, no other brand, like whatever. Or we could set you up now where this is gonna become a, an actual company, a corporation with employees and people going around and people educating and in the Honda world you can move into BMW pros and Toyota pros and Nissan pros and they all basically do what you did for the automotive world but you have to die tomorrow I might die tomorrow <laughs> you like that right I might die you tomorrow like it, I love it well think about this how long have you had the downsarm brand you were like, what, 12, 13 years old? Uh, I started the name about 16, Okay, 2001. So, you're, so, and you're how old now? 38. 30, okay, 38. So you've had it for more than 16 years. So you had it for more than 20 years. So if you were offered, no, no one's gonna answer this question truthfully. Do you worry about what's gonna happen when you're dead? With downside, you could care less because you'll be dead. I could care less. I worry about what would happen to my family. <sighs> So, so with the things that you say, yeah, the the way that you approach things, I feel that that you feel that others aren't going to be honest or they're going to lie because they don't have the same way of looking at things that you do. So therefore, they have to be lying to themselves because they don't. They're not honestly saying what they want to say. 
No, I mean, I, I think you twisted the word. The reason why I stepped back and said I didn't want to ask you the same question is if I said, if you could live five more years and die with knowing, you know, the downstar brand dying, or you could die tomorrow and the downstar brand would continue, you pick the five years, you say you want to spend it with your family, you want to spend the most time you could. And I don't, I guess that's true. I just don't know if I 100% believe it. Gotcha. Why not? I just think you put too much time and effort into the brand just to see all those years completely disappear. The door is shut, lights go out, no more bolts sold, inventory gets sold out and that's that. Like no one else does anything and everything you've done your whole life, all the time and effort you put into it is gone. So everybody that I've ever spoke to, everybody that I've ever connected with, every friendship that I've ever made, that's not going to live on. Oh, that'll live on. That's my legacy. I understand, but you won't make any more friendships. Like your your brand won't be able to touch or change anyone else's life ever again. You're done. You've capped out. So what if I've inspired somebody to start their own brand and their own brand creates a life for themselves and creates a life for others and they go on to inspire and I was the one to inspire them? Yeah, but I think if your brand lived on, you'd have more of an opportunity more people would be like, wow, I'm, I'm inspired by Steve Jobs because he started Apple and look what Apple is right now. Because our grandkids, if, if you're, you, you die, the Downstar brand shuts down, it's gone, inventory sold, that's the end of it. Our grandkids, all their friends and everything, or their, the whole generation, have no idea what Downstar is at all. It's history. It's part of history. Why? Why? Because it's 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 a huge part of the Honda history. So let, let's just say that when Steve Jobs died, Apple died. You know what we'd be missing if Apple died? It, Bro, we'd be missing a large part of what's happening in the world because when he died, Apple died. Mm-hmm. It's Downstar. How, how you perceive... Yeah, but Downstar could could live on, could grow, could be a, a major contributor to, to world hunger. Who knows what it could be? It could be anything. So you're looking at Apple as being 100% positive to the world. Why wouldn't it be? Except for that's little children in China. That's de- Okay. Well, wh- there, that can't be an exception. As a whole. Those... Plus the creation, the creation of the cell phone yeah. and, and the, the, like social media and how things grew and how easy the technology was to spread. Yeah. The people can look at that as a negative way. Well, people can slant anything they want. No, that's their opinion. That's, that's why it's being slanted. It's their opinion. That's, so, so their opinion as, is as valid as your opinion is. Not to me to you but that that's an opinion that you have the fact is it's an opinion the, the so fact that, the fact is without technology and social media i wouldn't be sitting here you wouldn't be sitting here how about the the depression and the anxiety that is has caused and the generations it has possibly ruined from here on out you believe that i know it for a fact i I think all that stuff would be there regardless. Mm. I think it's it's more spread. I think people understand it better, but I don't think there was more. I don't think there was more depression now 
than there was previously. We just know about it. Okay. How if, much time if, have you? If if someone stubs their toe in Alaska right now, we know about it, right? Because we have social media. Oh my God, look, someone stubbed their toe in Alaska. Before social media, we didn't know it. They were still stubbing their toe. We just didn't know about it. Gotcha. So how many tools have you gathered to be able to come up with this conclusion? Zero. There you go. <laughs> so so the the weight that your opinion has on this subject is the is same zero. weight as you have. No, it's not. Because you don't know but the you don't you know would, how much time I've spent looking into this stuff. So you've you've looked into the differences between whatever before social media and after social media. I can media. I can tell you from my opinion and yeah, from sorry, my from my said, life. You just said that you have tools and you researched it, not your life. My life same. I mean I can tell you my my life and my friends' lives and my family's lives aren't no one's more depressed than they were before social media. In fact, I think people are better off in my family because they can keep touch with loved ones that are long far away. They can see their grandkids and their aunts and their uncles and they don't have to, you know, just visit them once or twice a year. They can see them on a daily basis. It makes them happier. Yeah, true. There's definitely a lot but, of positives. But there's no, unless you've done research on how many people were depressed in the 70s per, you know, people alive and how many people are depressed now per people alive. And you can directly say that social media has made people more depressed than they were before social media. I just think you know more people that are depressed because you know more people. Me and you collectively know tens of thousands of people probably. That's probably not a joke. We probably know, if we wrote down every person we know, you know, an associate, a friend, or someone that, uh, an acquaintance, someone that we met, we've met over 10,000 people easily. In 1980, people probably met a couple hundred people mm. in their whole, unless they're like a rock star. Yeah. And so when you only meet a couple hundred people, that's your pool. A couple hundred people, you have 1% depressed, you got two people depressed. 10,000 people, now you got 2,000 people depressed. Mm. It's a numbers game as far as I'm concerned. But I haven't done the actual numbers, crack them down, and I don't think you have either. For sure, okay. Right I mean, or no? Yeah, I mean. I mean. I've, I, no, you're right. I've never spent time sitting down and looking up the the percentage of people depressed before social media and after social media. How depressing would that be? <laughs> Doing that research. It would add to that it. That would suck, you right? Know, it would add to it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's, that's definitely still an opinion, though. Sure. Can we talk about these cup holders? I created that. That's going to live a, longer than I am. Right, bro, I, I, I tell you how much I love these. They're beautiful. It's just, it's just gorgeous. It's a gorgeous. You know what this reminds me of? Yeah. Reminds me of a cup holder in a BMW M8. Got you. Like it's like the same shape, size, like engineered, kind of the same way to fit a can, maybe a Red Bull. Got you. Maybe a small bottle of water. Got you. <laughs> Jason, you're an interesting. You're an interesting individual. Oh man. The 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 thing about it all is Yeah. That you're getting upset that us Can I finish? Can I finish this conversation, please? Thank you. You're getting upset that 
a square bottle is not fitting in a round in a in, in a round uh coaster you know what i'm upset about that a coaster can't hold the bottle not that a square bottle can't fit in a round coaster that a coaster that only job is to put something on to prevent it from sweating everywhere mm. can't allow something to be put on it because it doesn't fit on there that's what bothers me got you not the shape of this is different than the shape of this this has one purpose its only purpose is to hold liquid bottles mm -hmm. and it doesn't serve that purpose that's what bothers me you know what bothers me <laughs> no but i can't wait to hear is this bottle was designed differently and expects to be used on something that is universal size <laughs> That's what bothers this me. This is universal. Yeah, that'll that that shape will fit any can, standard size can. So it'll fit a tall can, which is the biggest can they offer, or it'll fit a Red Bull. But Gatorade, Gator Light, decided that they want to go with a square bottle, and now it's causing conflict. You ready? I tried my best. <laughs> hey, that's it. I tried my best. You hey, know I, what? I tried I, my I, best. I know this. I, I, I tried my best. I tried my best to design. I, I, I did what I, I, I could, but I didn't take it any further. I just, I tried my best. I could have done, I could have just a little bit. The corners made a little bit bigger so it fit. Every, no, I tried my best. This is very telling that both of the uh, beverages that you brought are square in Bro. shape. I didn't do that on purpose. I literally mm. bought this just because I thought I'd, I'd be talking a ton. I bought this because I knew I have a four and a half hour drive. Yeah. But it is interesting how I bought both square things and neither one of these fit in the M8, which is I did not do that on purpose. Please don't think I bought these so I could show you how bad the cup holders were. I'm not that type dude. Mm. And I didn't know about this, but I find it funny though that one thing that I love about the Honda cup holders, I've done videos on this. Yeah. Is that you can fit all different size, including a coffee mug inside there. And they're specifically engineered to fit whatever drinks you have, which I think is pretty awesome. For sure. And other manufacturers don't specifically engineer their cup holders, which is something you can probably tell me is minute when it comes to the car. Like it's just a cup holder. But if you didn't spend the time to engineer the cup holder right, what about the rest of the car? Mm -hmm. What else didn't you spend the time to do? You couldn't at least get the cup holder right? Something so small and uh, insignificant? Yeah. Get that right. Get that out of the way of other things. Get that so you can put larger items in there. They won't be blocking things. Get that so you can reach it without knocking things over. Get that part right. And then you know the rest of the car you can do. Got you. So with that kind of logic comparing... A uh, uh, Honda Odyssey yeah. to a, a Lamborghini Huracan. The the Odyssey is would that, be better because the Huracan doesn't have a cup holder. Better for your family, sure. You only got two seats in the Huracan. For sure. Better, better for what? Long drives across the country. Better for I mean, better for what? In Uber. Why? Better why for couldn't, a Turo? You why said, couldn't you said Honda, better. Why couldn't Honda put clear in the engine bay? Put clear. Yeah. So the paint in the engine bay does not have clear over it. So the paint in the engine bay 
is an insignificant part oh. as compared to the significance of a square cup holder. The paint in the engine bay doesn't change the way the car performs. The only thing that changes is when you pop your hood, it looks better. Mm -hmm. You can't compare that to a cup holder that's literally functional. Which is every cup, hold, cup holder is functional. The the car of the entire car, there has to be checklist for the entire car. One hundred percent. So there's there's no doubt. So in some aspects, cup holder design nine and a half, right? I don't, know, I don't know what nine and a half means. I don't know what nine and a half out of ten. Oh, okay. Nine and a half out of ten. Okay. The paint, meh. Four. So you have to see all that, and you have to That's average right. it out. The paint in the engine compartment under the hood, that most people will never pop on their own, is what's not getting cleared. Not the paint on the door. We're talking about under the hood where no one ever goes. Just most people it all will, into consideration. Most pe I understand. I'm just saying that most people will never pop the hood. Now, just so you know, when the Civic Type R came out, the FK8, they had to manufacture that car and go through different processes because there were things that were painted on the FK8 that weren't painted on the regular Civic. There were areas that were cleared that weren't cleared on the regular Civic because Honda knew that people would be showing off the car They'd be popping the hood. They'd be popping the trunk. They'd be putting the car up in the air, putting you know mirrors under the car so people could see the work they've done. So they took extra time and effort to make sure that those cars looked more show-ready than a regular Civic. Mm. So it's something they did because they knew what was going to happen in the future. I love it. I love it, bro. No, you don't. It's just not my thing. I'm not saying. So why'd you say you love it? You're like, I love it, I love it. And I'm like, no, you don't. You're like, well, yeah, I don't. I love, love it, it for what it is. You love that I love it. Yeah, I, I love. I love how passionate that it makes you feel. I love that that the Type R name has continued. You know, I love that for the value of it, you get your best bang for your buck. Now, do I think that that's the best car? out there not at all do i think that honda has any, the top of the line honda has nothing to compare with the top of the line bmw in my i don't think opinion i don't think you should compare those two you're comparing a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car to a thirty five thousand dollar car but if, if the hundred and fifty thousand dollar car wasn't nicer there would be a big problem if Honda made a $150,000 car that was built in the same class as the M8, I have no doubt Honda's car would be better. For sure. Why do, you, why do you say that? You say that like you're full, like for sure just you're full of shit or do you really think if Honda spent, if Honda sold the car for 150 and it was a direct competitor to the M8, do you think Honda's car would be better or do you think the BMW car would be better? Uh, having driven both cars, I think the BMW as a brand would be better. So BMW, they don't really have a lower end, do they? Yeah, so they have like the M3, M4. No, no, I mean like lower like like Volkswagen or Nissan or like a... a no, 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 no. 
I can't even make this comparison because you can't because BMW doesn't really have like a, a competitor to I mean Acura possibly mm. but then you're like you know there's really nothing really to look at like the M3 doesn't compare to the to the what like maybe the 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 TLX Type S possibly mm. I don't know if that would be a competitor or not it's tough yeah because I think the prices are totally different too yeah I think that that's where you got to stick around is the price point because that's that's right, really prices the are biggest, so much or of course that's the biggest deciding factor well yeah because it's the if, price well yeah if you have more money you can make things thicker and quieter and all-wheel drive and more power and it's just money yeah how much was the nsx uh started at, when they released the second one i think it started at 78 or 79 mm. and it went up to like 130 or 122 like top if you put all the accessories and everything on it oh okay it gotcha. started pretty inexpensively gotcha it's gone up since obviously yeah but got you um i mean it's a totally different car yeah it's a total, like it's, yeah it's, it's totally different different car different feel to it um the focus is on different aspects too you know yeah. um the the clientele is like a smaller throwing out a smaller net as far as you know honda would be you know available to a lot more people yeah i guess so yeah but i mean anything pre 2001 honda i've never really been a fan of anyways pre-2001 yeah or post excuse me post-2001 so after 2001 yeah really yeah for Interesting. sure okay. i think that, that that's because that when i got into it that's what really intrigued me was the things that people were doing to the older hondas right, no one was doing anything to newer hondas yeah so i guess like i'm not really a fan of the actual brand and company as a whole as far as I was to a certain era and a certain culture of of that company. Well, it, now if you're bringing up the company, I mean BMW, they make cars and motorcycles. Mm -hmm. What else do they make? Um, I don't know. They might make washers and dryers somewhere. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean maybe, but I doubt it for sure. Where Honda makes, you know, generators and scooters and motorcycles for sure, and they make um. Uh, lawn equipment and mm. cars and and bikes and they make jets yeah and they make you know they the list goes on and on of all the things that honda makes so when you're saying as a brand honda's makes so many more things in the world than bmw does yeah for you sure know? so I, I don't know how I, I don't i mean you can like bmw as a car brand but as an overall brand honda's just has more i don't know i i, I want to say stay away from the word successful because you're just going to pick it apart but honda's you know as a brand is way more successful than almost any other automobile brand out there definitely and okay. so is mcdonald's sure so it just depends on what what you're looking for you know um but i was just speaking me personally but you don't like mcdonald's i don't eat mcdonald's at all ever ever me neither i'm just curious ever what fast food do you eat then i like, still eat fast food like what um wendy's bird king in and out i five mean guys mm, five guys doesn't count 
because Five Guys doesn't have a drive-through, so they're out of the conversation. Five wow. Guys would be in a conversation of like the Habit or something more of a sit-down kind of restaurant. Interesting. I never um, thought about that. Yeah. So when you compare fast food, you have to compare. You know, you have to get as least variables out as possible. So it has to be okay. Do they have a drive-through? Okay. Um, what type of foods do they have? Okay, these are like burgers. Okay, cool. So what's in that category? You know, you're gonna have in and out you're gonna have McDonald's. Um, you know, even, so if, if your category is fast food, fast would mean drive up, drive through, you know, get your food, that's fast food, right? I wouldn't consider five guys a fast food because you have to get out and- I, I understand. You know, um, I'll eat other fast food if it's like convenient or on like a trip or something like that, but say I was going to go to lunch here, I'll go to Chick-fil-A. That'd be your fast food. Yeah. I'll okay. go to Chick-fil-A, um, in and out, Chick-fil-A in and out. Um, if I'm going to get real naughty, you're talking like a Del Taco, Taco Bell. Never, never been to Del Taco. Oh, really? Never, never been. Oh my God. Del Taco is delicious. Never been to Del Taco. Yeah. But those are those are kind of the things that I would get. Okay, makes sense. Um, but yeah, as far as Honda, look, I always feel like I'm picking on dude. I love Hondas. I know, you, know? you do. I, I love you do it because I'm here. Yeah, I, I love what it's done for you, bro. If it makes you happy, like I will never want to make you feel like what you do and your goal doesn't like I don't respect it. You know what I mean? I've told you before. Who who else has told you that? Who else has told you that they think that you are the biggest Honda, Honda representative out there? I've said that, and I've publicly yeah, said, said I mean, that. I mean, there, there's, it's a. I've never ran into somebody that was bigger than me, so I'm not going to be like oh, I'm the biggest in the world. I'm just saying I've never run into another brand advocate or enthusiast that that's. I hate saying words now because every word I think you're just going to look at and go, well, it depends on what you think. I don't want to say it's more successful. Is that what you think of me now, Jason? No, right now oh, in this goodness. pod, yeah. I want to say it's done more for the brand. And then, well, that's your opinion. Well, maybe other people have done other things for the brand. And I'm, I'm not I'm not going to sit there and be like, you know, I've done so much for Honda. No one else has done like near what I've done. But when you say the biggest, I mean, I couldn't name anyone else now that's covered as much as I've covered. For sure. Right? Like there are people in Honda that are in Honda racing that have done amazing things and, and changed everything. They're, they're top of the racing of Honda. And there's other people that have done you know great things in Honda sales. Like there's salesmen that have sold more Hondas than anyone else in the world. Yeah. Like the number one Honda salesman in the world, whatever he sells. But I don't think anyone's ever covered the Honda brand like I've covered it for you know, sure. as like a journalist throughout the whole thing. And that's why I've said that. Yeah. Thank you. you. You're all over the world. I'm all over the world. So you've been to these countries that, you know, a large percentage of people who would think that they're in the same category as you. Right. Haven't been. Right. You've spent time with these people. You went to go eat with these people. You've created memories. You've left an impact on their life as far as I think so. if it's if, if it's a memory or what have you. You've shared a memory with them. So with that being said, 
who else would put themselves in that category? And that's why I say, sure, it's you. You know, Thank you. and and you're out there, and you're you're making these sacrifices to make that happen. You know, I and I and I respect that, and I respect that you're going out there and you're doing it. You know, and if it makes you feel great, dude, and if if that's getting you closer to what you deem success, that's amazing, bro. And I don't sure. I don't want you to think that that I feel any sort of other way than that i hope not because i wouldn't our friendship wouldn't be if i wasn't doing what i was doing yeah well so how would we have crossed paths we, we wouldn't we, we wouldn't have i'm in chicago paths. you're in cali you know like we'd be in two different areas i just i don't and we know? wouldn't have had these memories of, of course times I, all of the we've had lots of memories we've lots of conversations we have you know we've met friends through each other that we would have never met and those friends and us have had you know memories and conversations so for sure and and it's dope and it's dope what you're doing dude and you know i feel like the last time that we talked yeah i was very i was very shocked by everything so i wasn't as prepared you know to look at everything as a whole <laughs> okay but now looking at it it's like jason you're you bro yeah and i fuck with you you know, and whatever you do and however you think about it and, and whatever your your goal is, like I'm just out here checking out the journey. And as long as, dude, you're happy and healthy, that's all that matters, dude. How I would live life and how what how I think and and what I think is right or wrong, that's my opinion. That and that that part doesn't even cross my mind. What crosses my mind is that you enjoy the journey I'm going on. You enjoy following me. You enjoy seeing what I'm doing. And for a lot of people, they can't go to Indonesia and see the cars in Indonesia and meet yeah. the people. So I go and I film me and the people. I film the cars so they could see it. Yeah. Not everyone can fly a Honda jet. So I fly a Honda jet to show them what it's like so they can live kind of through me if that's what they want to choose. And mm. that's awesome because no one else is doing that. No one else in the Honda world has done that. For sure. So, yeah. And that's why I think that you do need to get the respect because you are putting I, your time in there. I could care less. I mean, thank you. And I appreciate it. But that's, I could care less about any respect. It, it doesn't mean anything to me. Mm. As long as people are being entertained, educated, I can help them, you know, like I said, either help them by entertaining them, help them by educating them so they can educate other people. Because, you know, the base is I love the Honda brand. Yeah. And I want, as you know, I want everyone else to love the Honda brand. And I'm explaining why I love the Honda brand. Yeah. Which is dope, bro. It's dope, bro. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. So how many more uh, stops do you have on this trip that you're on? So here's the crazy part. It's a 21 dealership tour. Damn. You're like Limp Bizkit in the 90s, 20, bro. bro. Can I tell you something? I always wanted to be a rock star. Really? Like if, if you would have asked me, like, the devil comes down and says, I'll give you, like, one, whatever you want to be, I'll do it, but you have to give up your soul and everything else and be, like, rock star. Mm. Like, I want, I wanted that life, like, that that touring life and the people and the crowds. And, like, that's just what I always wanted, but I don't play any instruments, and that really wasn't my passion. But in some way, shape, or form, I'm, I'm kind of living that life. You know, where I'm on tour right now, so the, this is a... You guys have only seen the front, the yeah, back of this shirt. Back, yeah, it's got, I love that. It's got all the uh, that's you right all there. the tour places. Can you guys you see right that? There. Yeah, we got you on the camera. So it's bro. got a, f a big tour I'm doing with a company called Victory Automotive, and they're a big automotive company that 
has a bunch of dealerships. They have like 55 or something total and 21 of them are Honda dealerships. Mm. So I, I know the owner personally, I called him up. I'm like, hey, I need to come out to your dealership. Long story short, we made an agreement. I went out to all, I'm going out to all his dealerships. Um, on this tour so far, since I've been in California, I've done two dealers and did one a week ago. Mm. So it feels like I've been on tour for years. I've done three dealerships total. And one dealership he sold. So now I only got 20. So minus three, I got 17 left. Oh, wow, dude. It's it's a lot more. When I looked at it, I was like, whoa, I get to go on tour, 21 dealerships. I'm going to make this much money. This can be awesome. I didn't know that it would be. It's it's a lot of work. For sure. Like it's it's a lot of work because it's not just the you know four or five hours I spend in the dealership. It's the driving to the next dealership, getting ready at night, you know, make sure everything's good, getting up, driving to that dealership, working those four or five hours, driving to the next dealership. Because normally I'll go from hotel to dealership, drive, next hotel, dealership, drive, next hotel, fly somewhere else, hotel, drive, oh dealership. God. So it's not like I'm just like, I'm in a hotel for four or five days. I'm yeah. in a hotel for a night and I got to pack myself up and go. So it's been mentally and physically draining. I'm a late night guy. I usually stay up till two or three in the morning. I've been going to sleep at 10 o'clock, like passed out, like just exhausted from the day. And I'm like, I, what have I done? But it's the driving and the training and it's just, it's been, it's been amazing. And I hope to keep doing it. Like if I could be on tour all year round, I'd be on tour all year round. Even I, with the exhaustion? I love it. Mm. I get used to it. My body will adjust. I love it. Yeah. I just think it's awesome. It's funny. It's meet new people, experience new things, help more people. I couldn't do any, I, I couldn't do this if I wasn't out doing it. For sure. You know? Yeah. No, so. definitely. Like. You just gotta put in the work, dude. Yeah, and put this in the work. is this is part of the work. Like yeah. and this is what people don't see. You know, people probably see well, people see what you allow them to see. So people will see <clears throat> that you're at this dealership. Right. And then hey, I'm going to the next dealership. Right. But they don't see the work that's put in between. Which right. is notable. Because if 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 what you do, if your legacy, if your career, if you want this to be like on display, like or or known or you know of, of value, people have to see what it takes to do all that as well. So I, I didn't know that. I was always a big advocate of, you know, I'm not gonna show anything negative. I'm not gonna be one of these people going, oh, I, I missed my flight, I did this, mm. this went wrong, all these things went wrong, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. And so I always just kept everything positive. And people were always telling me, oh man, it's it's crazy. Like everything just, I don't know how you do it, but everything works out. Like you're always just, everything works out because I never talk about anything sure. that goes negative. But then, I don't know, something happened on a flight a while back and it was like totally messed up and I couldn't get to where I was going. So I'm like, hey guys, listen, I, I couldn't get there because of the flight, I'm trying to figure it out and this and that and that. When I finally arrived, almost everyone that watched that came up to me like, oh man, that was crazy. I was watching the whole thing. I was captivated and, and you just kept going and this and that and the flight and that one lady yelled at you and mm. it was so crazy. I'm like, that's like entertaining you? Like you like that? Okay, cool. So if I miss a flight, I'll talk about it. If, so if a flight's late, I'll talk about it. If 
you know, if, if I get through TSA and they hold my bag and I miss the flight because of that, I talk about it, which yeah. I never really did before, but I do now. I get you. Um, I mean, it being a negative or a positive thing or you displaying it for right. some sort of, of pity or feel sorry for me, that's that's one thing. Yeah, I think it's different. But explaining your situation, right. what it takes to get to this level, I, I feel that that's very important, especially if you are aspiring to inspire people to right. you know um to further their career to reach their heights that they want to they have to see everything that is involved in it yeah and if this is part of the day-to-day -day, and if this is part of what's involved in it i mean you have to show them that it's not just dessert right you know? right, right. you gotta wash the dishes too yeah you know you gotta eat your dinner man yeah yeah prepare it and wash it and everything yeah for sure and, and you have to show that and there's there's so much value in that because it shows a more of a of a human aspect sure of it you know you want to be able to show people that like look this is what i go through too damn you go through that i go through that too yeah, yeah, yeah. jason goes through that and he's succeeding in, right, in his right, goals right. why right. can't i you know, so there's That's there's fair. there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of benefit in that stuff, yeah. and it's just it's good to just just to to recognize it, recognize right. when you know challenges are happening, because then you know when you've overcome those challenges, you get sure. to look back and see how far you came. Like that, you say you have to. I know we got to get out of here soon because you got to go. Bro, bro, I got a long drive. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, bro, I got a long drive. I don't even, I shut my phone off. So I have no concept of what time it is. So my my guess, my guess, just because I've talked about so much stuff. My guess is we've been talking for, I think it's been over, it's been over an hour for sure. Probably close to over two hours is my guess. But it's tough because me and you start talking. I love it. And without like any light or anything coming in and my phone's off, like I, I have no concept of what time, but uh, I'm going to guess we've been talking for two hours and five minutes. Yeah, we're a little, How, what a is little it? past that, Jason. It doesn't matter. We're about 2.46 right okay, now. Okay, cool. Okay, 2.46. And the thing so. is when you get tapped in, time just evaporates, dude. It doesn't exist. But, I understand, but time's still there and I still have four and a half hours to drive. So... <laughs> I love it. As Jason. much fun as this has been, let's uh let's I got you, cut bro. This. Thank you, man. Of course, bro. And I wanna tell you this as a friend that I I love everything you do, bro. Thanks, I respect man. you, dude. And you're just doing it, man. You're going you're going through the journey and, and we're all on the outside looking in. I don't want you to think of anything that I've said as being judgmental or looking at you in a certain way. Everybody lives their life how they want to live it, you know, and I respect your friendship because man, we've been friends for a long time, dude, and we have a lot of good memories together. Most of all, yeah, most of all, I respect your friendship over everything else. And I, and the same thing, I love that you've, you started something when you were so young, like I didn't find myself till I was in my mid late forties, you know, you found what you want to do early, which is amazing I, I wish i would have i can't imagine how much further i'd be if i started when i was 16 not when i started when i was in my 40s yeah but it's awesome and and you're i mean i don't need to tell you your family's beautiful but it's, Thank you, brother. it's 
Awesome. Thank and I appreciate you, you taking the time to do this and sit and talk and have this whole set up and Hey, likewise. Yeah, you yeah for been sure. Anywhere else in the world, bro, you got a lot of shit to do and I really appreciate the time that you've spent with me and to be able to have this conversation with me and hopefully it inspires some people to uh just have a have a better part of their day. If hey, they can listen to this three hour conversation and it brighten their day for a little while. No, I, I try my best. How <laughs> I love it. He's trying his best, guys. All right, guys. So um before we get out of here, Jason, yeah. nobody's following you. Where can they follow you at? Honda Pro Jason. Honda Pro Jason will All happen below. Honda Pro Jason, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Yelp. You uh, Yelp? X. Yeah, I got a Yelp. Oh, X doesn't have X. Twitter, yeah. I love that, dude. I hate that. So it's hit. horrible. It is horrible. It's <laughs> just a anyway. Uh you have a Yelp. You see all my burger pictures there Ooh. from all over the world. Uh I'm on uh Google Maps. Oh. You can find me on Google Maps. You're on my, Google Maps? Of course, bro. You're Come on, bro. Who else has a Google Maps? I, Tell I don't me know. about it. I, I don't know. I'll wait, you know? Can't wait because you gotta go. No, Jason, I, yeah, for been bro, fun. Thank you for the combo, man. I appreciate of course, you, brother. And thank you guys for listening once again. This is Downtime with Downstar, and we out. Peace. Go cool. later. <laughs>